Poppin', the Drew and Mike Show. Oh, man, are we rocking and rolling this morning? Well, if you're listening in the morning, that is. On Tuesday, from the deals in the D.com studios, and Hall Financials, our presenting sponsor. First call you need to make is to Hall Financial. If you think of doing something like buying a house or refinancing because you want to pay off high-interest credit card debt, or if you want to build onto your house, or maybe you're looking for another place up north, uh, if you're not in that position but you want to buy a house and you need down payment assistance, it is available if you qualify. They just announced a 1% down program with up to four grand in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. All we ask you to do is call Hall first. If these are the kind of questions you're asking, go to the website or call 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them you're from the show, by all means. And how do we get it all in today? My God, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon both blown out on the same day. Blown out! And, uh, you know, I, I thought, God, that's just an incredible coincidence. And then I I saw some talk that it appeared the Tucker Carlson thing was going to happen. And CNN may have just jumped on the bandwagon and done something they were planning to do anyway or thinking about doing. Just to have an equal and opposite move. Just to do it with a little less fanfare. because now each one is going to cover the other. Eh, a little bit. You know, it's funny. When I first found out that they both were fired... I went to CNN to read the Tucker Carlson story, and I went to Fox News to read the, to read the Don, Don Lemon, Lemon story. story. Perfect. Because you'll get more information. Good symmetry. How stupid is that? Isn't that just dumb? That's very stupid. Uh, Tucker Carlson is really the more intriguing one because Tucker Carlson is dominating his competition at CNN and MSNBC, doing $5 million a night many nights. I mean, it's not Let's there are go, weeks. Brandon. There are weeks when Tucker Carlson has over 5 million people every night. It is the the prominent evening cable show. And uh, he was such a ratings performer at Fox, their stock dropped 4% today on the announcement. Over 4%. I don't know if it's changed at all. Climb, Have you climb, seen it, Mark? Climbed back a little bit, yeah. But it's still down. Um, I guess they made an effort to reach a settlement over the weekend. This was, it sounds like this was on orders from Rupert Murdoch, yep. that uh, the $787 million, eh, that was a pretty big settlement You're to make, and uh, somebody had to pay for it. Yeah, but and, that still doesn't make sense to me. He's fired! What? Well, why him? I mean, why not Maria Bartiromo? Um, you know, I know they already blew out Lou Dobbs. Oh, why, why are you going to blow Dobbs, up? Poor old Lou Dobbs. A, a while Where's ago, it going to work why, now? Why are you going to blow up the, your biggest moneymaker? They gave an excuse. Well, why would they blow him out? What, what, how could that not have an effect on almost anyone at Fox News? A $787 million, I mean, he was on text message saying he despised Donald Trump. He doesn't believe it. I, I don't know. I'm, just, I don't, I'm still surprised. Clean out your desk. You're gone. I think officially they say it's because of his January 6th coverage and... Uh, the allegations from a producer? Uh, something that has oh, to do with the, the C word. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the C word gets somebody else. That's uh, could be part of it. I mean, all I think all these things mashed together create. Uh, I'm still a little surprised. They paid him twenty million dollars a year. Don Lemon, by the way, was making seven million dollars a year, and he had signed a new deal in 2021. His audience is very strong at this moment, or was. But, uh, I mean, these are, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, it was a pretty big settlement. If it had gone to court, if it had not been settled, it would have been worse, probably, for Tucker Carlson and for Fox. Um, the other suit, I was reading a little bit about it, and I know the, there were a lot of, 
I thought kind of superfluous claims. I don't know what the, what are the worst claims against Tucker Carlson in the it sounded like it was sort of a boys club show or this woman projected it that way. What was the what was the C word? Who called it? Somebody called her cunt. Um, they were, you know, just calling people cunts. Yeah, I don't know the producer story. Well, she says it's a uh, the show environment is misogynistic. And she mentioned the first day she showed up, she was exposed to large blown up pictures of Nancy Pelosi in a plunging bathing suit, revealing her cleavage. I guess these are old pictures, kind of a joke. Well, I've, I've, I forgot about a month ago, she filed a lawsuit of her own against Fox. Yeah, that's the same suit yeah. that they made fun of the mother's room, yeah. the breast punk, uh, the, where they're supposed to pump breast milk, calling it a waste of space. And um, Well, did the room get used often? Probably not. I drank my mommy's booby juice till I was 12 years old. I'm honestly... I'm <laughs> Huge a little, breast. I'm a little surprised somebody going to work at Fox would be... I, I, I wouldn't think it'd be a place female would, <laughs> no. would want to go to work oh or would seek to go to work. It doesn't mean she's in, not entitled to be treated fairly. Um, this is interesting, though, because now uh, Don Lemon, meanwhile, let me just cover Don Lennon quickly. Don Lennon, Lemon says, I'm stunned. I don't know why he's stunned. He has no ratings. Mm -hmm. He's not been a big performer over there. He didn't have good ratings at night. It, during a period where I would have thought Tucker Carlson sure was cleaning up, even when his guy wasn't president, president and when his guy was president. Don Lemon did neither. He also seemed to offend women on a regular basis over there. I, he seems like a guy that does not like women. I, I mean, I know he's gay, but... Who, oh, Don? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Don Lemon. Talks lunging at me. Lila. <laughs> Calm down, Lila. I'm please. always surprised that Don Lemon is the age that he is. I've always, Every time I look at him, I'm like, oh, that guy's in his late 30s. How old is he? 56, He's 57. I think. What? Yes. That's absurd. That's the he second most shocking thing for his age. For today. I think he's quite, uh, I think he spends a lot of time on looking he, his very best. He moisturizes. Which yes. is. <laughs> huh? No? What, what happened? <laughs> what? What? I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Don't worry about oh, it. You missed it. It's very juvenile. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no ratings the last few years at night. He moved to mornings, no ratings there. And he offended his female co-anchors, talking over them, just generally being an asshole, it sounded like. And then finally, this Nikki Haley story. This is so dumb to me, because Nikki Haley said that a politician over 75 should have to take a competency test. I don't think that's such a terrible idea. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to say Nikki Haley should be destroyed and blown up because she said it. Well, he immediately said, oh, Nikki Haley's past her prime. Women are past their prime in their 40s and 50s. Meanwhile, he's working next to two female co-anchors who are in their 50s. I mean, what, if, what a stupid thing to say. I realize he's angry at he's Nikki just an Haley asshole. for saying that, but... Maybe he was trying to get fired. No, I don't think so. Oh, I mean, maybe he's got a deal. I don't... Trudy, I don't think there's a lot of demand for Don Lemon. I really don't. I don't know. Nope. Maybe... I don't think he's likable. He doesn't pull audience. And his outgoing statement to me says it all. He's fired! Where he said, I'm stunned. After 17 years, I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. CNN said they were, he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. At no time, oh, he said, at no time was I given any indication I would not be able to continue. He just was suspended for three days for the Nikki Haley thing. 
He got no You're ratings. Fine. Why does he think he's entitled to that job? I don't. I don't really understand that. Because he's not Drew. He's just spinning it. It's clear that there are some larger issues at play. So what's that going to be? Racism? Or anti-gay? Or something oh. like that? Well, they just hired two black people to do an evening show. So I don't know He's one of them racism. gay. I don't um, is Gail King or Charles Barkley gay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what issues he could be talking about. Because to Charles, me, the, the only issue I know of is you have ratings or you don't. If you don't have ratings, your job is not safe. But I don't think... I think Don Lemon thinks he's entitled to work there. And he did say... He thanked the people he'd worked with for amounting to an incredible run. I don't think it was that incredible run. He worked there 17 years, but I, I don't consider him a superstar in terms of audience. But um, I don't know. I, I think when people leave, they should just say nice things. It's really a better way to go out. <laughs> Mark, I didn't, know you, I didn't know this. This was news to me that Gail King and Charles Barkley have been hired to host the show on CNN? Yeah, TBS, CNN, they just had their big up fronts, you know, where everybody goes and begs for um, advertising money. They were both there. Yeah, it's going to be called King Charles. Oh, that's, that's a terrible idea. Stupid name. <laughs> wow. I don't know what ch why Charles wants to do a show like that. I, and I'm not sure they will. Why not? Money? Easy? Wow. Zip it, Larry Bird. I mean, I, f I feel like he's... How often is it on? It's nightly. That's how I understood it. Work. And, and they're both doing well. Why would Gail want to do it? She's going to have to get up in the morning. And I, I right? can't imagine why she wants to do it. I, right. I just think she wants all she can get. I mean, she rode Oprah all the way to where she is. Yeah, but she's been getting paid a lot for the Oprah. last few years. It says yeah. weekly. So oh, it, so it's just weekly. Okay. So it might just be one a week. They can handle that. Oh, that's not bad. That's <laughs> not lame. That'd be kind of fun. They can do that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I. I get Charles at CNN. That seems a little weird. Charles doesn't seem like a CNN guy to me, but. We'll see. I like Charles. I love Charles. However I can get him. Yeah, hey, we do. have a guy that is coming on. Oh, yeah, Robert Zedeman. Robert Zedeman is, uh, he just proved Mike Lindell wrong to the tune of $5 million Oof. after binding arbitration. Yeah, he's supposed to be calling or Zooming in any second now on the whole hey, financial Zoom line. Oh, is Robert there? <laughs> there hey. is. <laughs> How you doing, Robert? Am I on? Can you hear me? We hear you. You uh, must. By the way, just to just... So it doesn't get spread at Zeidman, but you're oh, Zeidman. close. I apologize. Uh, my staff here has let me down again. <laughs> um, we've been referring to you as Zedeman all day, but or maybe I just did that. I don't know. It's crazy. You said it anyway, so confidently. I did. Uh, Robert is a forensic digital accountant. I think that is such a cool job because I wish so many times, God, I wish I had a guy who could figure out who did this or who did that or who hacked this. Uh, I mean, there's got to be great demand for your work, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of very specialized. and uh, But I've worked on some great cases. I, I'll, I'll just mention the case that I couldn't talk about for years that basically started my career was the Facebook case that got made into the movie, uh, The Social Network. Oh, wow. And what were you asked to determine? <clears throat> well, in that case, uh, I got this phone call one day. And uh, when I got off the phone, I told my wife, I said, uh, oh, there's this company wants to hire me, but I'm a little afraid that they can't pay me. Have you ever heard of a company <laughs> called the Facebook? <laughs> and, uh, the Facebook. You know, the story, Mark Zuckerberg was accused of stealing the code from two Harvard students, the Winklevoss twins. Wow. Sure. And I was given the task of using the software I'd come up with and the methodology I'd come up with to compare the Winklevoss code, the Winklevoss twins code that they developed at Harvard with every, with every single file on every single Facebook computer, which wow. sounds daunting. It sounds daunting until you know that the time I was brought in, there were like a dozen computers 
at Facebook. So there weren't a whole lot of computers <laughs> at Facebook at the time. <laughs> wow. And now did you, did someone play you in the movie? <laughs> you know, no. Uh, although I knew I saw that I wasn't even allowed to talk about it for years, but I saw it with my staff. I saw it with the lawyers. Uh, but I tell people, if you zoom in on the uh, there's a scene where Zuckerberg holds up some papers and says, I didn't steal your code. And I say, if you zoom in, you'll see my name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you walk out of the theater a little huffy because you didn't have a bigger role in the movie? <laughs> no, I was pretty excited to have done anything that made it into a movie, but That's I couldn't cool. tell people for years, even when the movie came out, the lawyers, there were so many lawsuits going on. They said, oh, we, we'd rather you didn't tell anybody. And people would come up to me and say, oh, have you seen that new Facebook movie? And, you know, I heard that Zuckerberg stole all the code. And, you know, I just have to say, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know anything. So did you participate in the Ben Mesrick book? No, no. I'm not sure which book. Is that the book the, about the, the Yeah, movie? the Accidental Billionaires that the movie was kind of based on, too. Yeah, so nobody asked my opinion. This is the first time anybody's asked my opinion about stuff. I'm usually in the background, and nobody even knows I work on these things. Well, this this is such a cool story, because honestly, I have to tell you, um, I'm not a hardcore lefty or a hardcore righty, but I was tired of Mike Lindell. I'm just tired of him. I, it's like you never put anything up that proves what you're yapping about all the time. He's on the phone with the president of the United States. I'm just, why? Just because he spends a lot of money on Fox News, I guess. He's in this exalted position. So you go to, well, let's talk about this first. You go to, um, let's see, what was it? A cyber symposium in South Dakota. And that sounds kind of nerdy, Robert, to, to even go to this thing. <laughs> but yeah. this, uh, Tell us yeah, why, so why did you go? So, that, yeah, it's a good question. At first, I wasn't going to go. Uh, you know, I figured that the, e either Mike Lindell's got the proof and he's going to show it and it's going to be, you know, world renowned. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. And I don't need to go to a, to a conference in South Dakota. I'm going to learn about it and, and I'll take a look at it then. And if and if he didn't have the proof, you know, this kind of thing takes weeks or months sometimes a team of people working on it for months to prove or disprove. So I thought, you know, I'm not going to really get anything out of it, but friends kept pushing me to go. Maybe you'll win $5 million. And then I decided, well, what the heck I'll go. However, it turns out it'll be history in the making and I'll meet a lot of interesting people, but I'm not going to win 5 million or, or, you know, it's not enough time to do anything, but I can tell you within three hours, I had determined that his data was fake. Wow. wow. What was a tip off to you that you could possibly explain to mere mortals like us? Sure. Actually, it's it was so badly done. If I were going to fake data, I would think of a lot more complex ways of doing it. But everyone who got there, we got these files and we looked at them and we said that uh, this isn't real data, but we don't know what it is. Everyone said we don't know what it is. And as I was sitting in this room full of other experts, I just started looking at the data. Now, I've been doing this for 40 or 50 years. I, when I was a teenager, I was doing programming. Well, wow. So I started looking at this and I said, you know, if you transform it in this data in this way, I think something might come out of it. So I did this transformation. And then I looked at what resulted and I said, you know, this looks like this old word processing format that I knew from like 30 years ago. <laughs> I said, I, what if I put this into Word? And I put it into Word and I got I got documents that were either tables of numbers that were meaningless or hundreds of pages where somebody had it looked like they'd just been typing randomly. But they were word they were word processing documents. 
disguised very poorly to look like complicated data. Did, did you think that Mike Lindell truly believed what he gave you proved Chinese interference in the 2020 election, or do you think it was just a, just bullshit? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm writing a book about that, and I, I think I've come to a conclusion because all of us were wondering whether Mike, the, the question was, had he been bamboozled or was he the, the bamboozler? And... I think at this point, any rational person, either way, I mean, I think somebody took advantage of him, sold him this data and said it was complicated oh. data that shows Chinese <laughs> hacking. But after after all this time and so many people, I'm not the only person who came to him and said this is bogus. A lot of people did. I'm the only one who did it in a way that that met his challenge requirements for five million dollars. But with so many people telling him that it's bogus and he's just trashing everybody who says that any rational person must know that this is not real data. This Word document that you looked at, like, so where exactly did that come from? Is there a way to trace back the origin of it? Well, that'd be interesting. So uh, it, it came, you know, Lindell admitted at arbitration that he had purchased the data from a guy named Dennis Montgomery. And if you look up Dennis Montgomery, he's involved in a whole bunch of scandals like this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Accused of fraud. Ugh. I think he or somebody just either sat there typing these documents or wrote up a program and that just, you know, generated random characters into a Word document. Hey, and Robert, they did these transformations to make it look wow. like something else. Do you Brilliant. know what Mike Lindell paid for these bogus documents? Uh, he admitted to paying. So, by the way, I'll tell you that the all of what I'm telling you is public because the arbitrators. Lindell, his legal team wanted to make the transcripts of the arbitration confidential, but the arbitrators ruled against that, so it's all public. Oh, wow. That's it great. At least $1.5 million. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So I don't understand. Why is he so dead set on not paying you? He lost. You proved him wrong, and he said, oh, no, no, it's bogus. And then you went to arbitration, which are contest rules, I believe, and they said, yeah, you proved Mike wrong, pay up in 30 days. But I understand he's still saying he's not going to pay you. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of funny about that. You know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get paid for a lot of reasons. He might be broke before, uh, <laughs> you know, I won't see any money. But he wrote the rules. I mean, it's his company that wrote the rules. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, now he's saying that the rules aren't fair. <laughs> um, how enforceable is it, the, the arbitrator's decision? Well, it's completely enforceable, but if he doesn't have any money, look after Dominion and Smartmatic, the voting machine companies sue him. I just don't think he's going to have any money left. Well, but, would you have to wait until after those two decisions to no, no, claim your I money don't. through binding arbitration? Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't have to wait, but the thing is he could delay it. You know, I shouldn't, you know, I hope he's not listening, but I think he knows this. He could keep delaying it. And, you know, I've got a great lawyers, um, Brian Glasser of, uh, um, <laughs> you know, his, well, his law firm, Glass, Bailey and Glasser. Sorry. Do you get and, a discount for Perry Joshi? Look, they're, they're, they are bulldogs and they're going to go after him. So if wow. anyone could get the money from him, they can. But, you know, he could just avoid paying. Um, until the sheriff knocks on his door. And at that time, oh. if he has no money, it doesn't matter. But you can chase him around for the rest of his life like Fred Goldman chases O.J. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. What other crimes have you uh, cracked through your... 
amazing well, forensic. Some, you know, I, I've got to think about which ones I can talk about. I, I can talk about, uh, so they usually, well, let me think. Well, I mean, what's what typically what's the what are the most common things that I would need you for? Because I, I swear I could think of a million things in the course of almost a month. What's my go, password? Yeah, what's my password? Most of the things I do are involving companies where typically an employee leaves a company and they start a new company. Mm hmm. The first company sues them and says they took the software. Right. I mean, I worked uh, I worked for you know, a guy who his, he worked for his dad for years and his dad really didn't pay him very much and mistreated him. And he went and started his own company. His dad sued him. Um, and I was able to clear him in that case. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how quickly can you determine? Cause I, you know, not being much of a computer person at all, I find myself faced with a lot of people who say, you know, oh yeah, I'm a really good IT guy, or uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really great with all this stuff. And then, how long does it take you to to sort of uh, flush out somebody who doesn't know their shit? <laughs> well, it depends. If it's somebody working for me, the longest it's taken has been about a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. I, there was just, you know, uh, there were, I've had employees who what what I do is really specialized because we have to go to court. So it's not just knowing the computer stuff. It's knowing how to communicate and write reports and organize your thoughts, talk to lawyers. And that takes a special skill set. So I've had people sometimes for a year where I just I'm um, training them and training them and training them and they just don't get it. Uh, they can be brilliant computer people, but mm -hmm. they can't communicate, for example. Mm. But right now I've got people I've got a network of people that work for me and they are all great. I mean, they've they are just brilliant people who communicate well. The only problem is. I've trained them so well, they're going off on their own and competing against me. Oh, boy. oh now you're going to have to sue them. Exactly. Yeah, they'll steal <laughs> yeah. your code. Um, what about these cases where, you know, we always hear about, uh, oh, this uh, somebody in Russia has hijacked this school system's computer system, and if they don't pay them $5 million, then, you know, they're going to blow it all up. Do you ever work on cases like that? I have not. I've worked on, uh, you know, actually, I worked on a case where somebody took somebody's software and put it on the Internet. Oh. And that's a difficult thing because then, okay, I can. Was I that can was that Twitter? Was that Twitter source code when Twitter uh, their source code got leaked? Right, right. That kind of it's becoming more common, and it makes my job really difficult because okay. I'll say, yeah, I found the code, but it's on the internet, and guess what? Everybody has it now, so wow. you know there's no way of protecting it. Um, let me ask you this: This is probably near your area, but I bet you know a lot about it. There's uh there are many cases like this. Um, this guy's daughter was in a car accident, and she was in some grisly, bloody photos. I think she was beheaded, and there were some really terrible pictures, and they were on the Internet, and they tried desperately to get them scrubbed, and they couldn't. And people kept sending them to him, his wife, and his daughter just to terrorize them. How hard is it to get something scrubbed like that? Yeah, I think it's virtually impossible. I, I've heard about companies that allegedly can do it, but... There's, I mean, as the internet grows, there's just so many places and you can't go to every place. And if you have it on your computer and you put it on the internet, I mean, some places can search for it. So like I've got tools that will search for code and find it on the internet and we can give legal orders to take it down. But if the internet site is in China, for example, yeah. they have no reason to take it down. Could you find, <laughs> could you find the guy that's doing this? If someone is just terrorizing me with, you know, uh, bloody photos of someone I, I cared desperately about, could you find that person? 
typically? You know, you might be able to find the person who's doing it initially, but the problem is once other people have it, they can put it up. They can always always re-upload it too. So even if you do get something scrubbed, you know, if it's on a flash drive, boom, it's back up on the internet. I I just wonder if legally, if somebody was doing that to me, like in that case, that's so unconscionable to to be doing this. I just wonder, is there any legal action you can take against someone who is terrorizing you with pictures of a a loved one who was in an accident like that? Because that seems to me it should be a crime, obviously. Well, at, at least what you can do. So I'm not a lawyer, but it, but I know having done this 260 times, at least what you can do is uh, there's something like you can give a takedown notice under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. So you say that photograph has a copyright because somebody created it. So somebody owns a copyright and they can <laughs> send a notice that. to take it down. <laughs> and most companies will take it down at that point. Wow. But the problem is you can't, it's, you know, it's like whack-a-mole. They Somebody yeah. else can put it up, and then you have to send out another notice. Robert, yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, since you're in the forensics of software and source code, you know, AI has just been the story, you know, this year so far. With deep fakes in AI, is there any kind of, like, metadata or code in there to say, hey, yeah, this is fake, I mean, if you really dug into something? Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank so you. I know there are tools to do that. I have that tools good. that specifically look for software. He's being and- nice. And I have some optimism because when people copy software, I, I've had companies that will copy software and make all kinds of changes to it to disguise it. Mm-hmm. But my tools and the people I've trained will find, all we need to do is find one clue. And you're talking about like millions of lines of code. If we find one clue, we can prove it was copied, even though they changed it. I think the same is true with deep fakes. But unfortunately, as the technology gets better and better and better, that becomes harder and harder to do. Um, one of the funniest things about the story involving uh, Robert was that the Washington Post did a big story. Naturally, the Washington Post couldn't wait to do a story, and it's a great story. I mean, proving Mike Lindell wrong and being owed $5 million and have a binding arbitration. So in the story, they mentioned that, that Robert is a moderate conservative uh, who voted for Trump two times. And I got to tell you, the commenters were so mad at you for calling yourself a moderate conservative. How dare you? He's a fascist. He voted for Trump twice. Oh, my God. Were you, were you kind of surprised by it that people would still be angry after you proved Mike wrong? Well, you know, so I just went to a conservative conference this weekend. And they, the, pers- the person who put it on is a good friend of mine. And she knew all about what I'd done. I didn't know how much publicity it would get. But actually, there are not many articles in conservative sites. So a lot of the people didn't know about it or didn't know who I was. So I was kind of incognito, but eventually, gradually it came out. And I can tell you that uh, every most people shook my hand and thanked me. And these are really hardcore conservatives. Uh Good. A few people I met said, oh, you know, we love Lindell. How can you, uh, you know, how can you put him down? How can you destroy him? And how can you hurt Trump? And look, Trump is another issue. I could talk about it if you want. No, um, it's okay. I'm going to vote for him next time. But, uh, you know, but I told them, look, the truth is more important. And in fact, Lindell, I think, is hurting Trump. I think he's hurting everybody, but he's also hurting Trump. It's like if there was fraud in the election, all the resources are going to Lindell and, and nobody's examining to see if there was any <laughs> fraud going on you got to be kidding me what, all the resources going he is the headquarters for determining if there was election fraud mike lindell well yeah that came out during arbitration it turns out every single challenge to the 2020 election in every state uh had lindell's fingers in it uh he he funded all of them and it was his people providing the evidence 
actually, before I even went to his symposium, I had looked over some of the expert reports that were being submitted to court. Mm-hmm. You know, Bell's argument is, oh, these liberal courts, these liberal judges are throwing it out. But the fact is the evidence is bogus and it goes to court and, and you know, they look at it and they say, yeah, this isn't evidence of anything. So you're not you're not uh, of the feeling that there was any really dramatic or or election fraud at all. Correct. Well, well, here's what I say. I'm certain there was election fraud. And the reason I say that is because every human endeavor has fraud. And in fact, I wouldn't be in business doing what I do. Right. Yeah. But I don't know how much there was. I think it deserves to be looked into if somebody can find some reasonable evidence. But so far, nobody's presented any reasonable evidence that I've seen. And um, and you will vote for Trump again. Uh, Are you having any? No, no, I probably won't vote for Trump. Oh, you probably won't. Okay. Yeah. Well, I almost certainly it's, you know, I'm not like I'll tell you, I liked his policies, but I don't like him personally. And he concerns me because he's very volatile. Yeah. Um, Let's stop talking with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a turning point for you, Robert, where you said, that's it, I'm not going to vote for Trump or or was it just a gradual thing? Well, I'll tell you the the uh, there were two things. Uh, two things, basically. I think he didn't handle Corona right, the, the COVID oh, epidemic, <laughs> pandemic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and, and when I say that, what I mean is I think we needed a Ronald Reagan figure, somebody who's going to make people feel good and comfortable and safe. Mm-hmm. And instead, he spent all his time attacking the press. I know the press attacked him, but, you know, Ronald Reagan let that slide and just forgot about it. But Trump gets so wrapped up in it. I think that's why he lost. And then I think I'm just going to tell you, I think he lost the Senate for the Republicans in 2022. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything you just said. Um, I, I don't know if. Uh, yeah, he just has to he has to fight everyone. And I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like most politicians are like this now. And I don't know how we get out of this. I, I don't know if there's a politician who can lead us away from this business that everything has to be a fight. Everything. I, I don't know. It's just awful. I, I hate spending time on it. But but your story is so fascinating and, and you make some great points uh, on Trump as well. Uh, did you guys have any more questions? Because uh, I, I mean, we have a, a digital forensic accountant on the phone for crying out loud. Sure. Uh, how scared uh, should people be of A.I. in general? Because there seems to be a massive fear of it. Yeah, that's a great question. Maybe Thank you again. It's not that good a question. It's not. No, don't be nice, Robert. That's a great question. He knows it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I people don't understand it. So, I, so first of all, when people like Elon Musk call for a moratorium, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, science is going to progress. Computer science is going to progress. But AI is now out among open source. That means anybody can get an AI program and work on it. So if you say a moratorium, only the bad guys are going to be working on it. doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I think it's a tool like any other tool. I think we need to figure out how to uh, contain it or control it. But the thing I worry about, the biggest thing is AI right now takes information from all over the web and puts it together. You ask like Chad GPT to write a paper for you mm-hmm. on, on Trump, for example, ask for a paper on Trump. So it'll put together the average of what everybody's saying. And if people are saying the wrong things, that'll go into this new paper. And then the next time you ask to write a paper on Trump, the same wrong things get amplified. And so misinformation is being amplified. So that's my first concern. But the second concern is I don't want Facebook or Google or the US government 
stripping out the misinformation because they don't know what misinformation is, right? I don't want anyone controlling that. So, so it's really a difficult thing. Like, you know, you want to get the right information in there and the wrong information gets in, but I also don't want the government or these companies telling us what should be in and what shouldn't be in there. Right, and I, and I, what's Drew's Instagram uh, password? No, we fixed fix that. All right, I, I have two more very important ones. Number one, have you ever purchased a MyPillow? Yes, actually, we, we have MyPillow and I have my slippers. That was a good question. What? Wait, now, are you doing that just to support a Fox News advertiser? <laughs> no, no, I just, you know, I kept hearing about it. You know, I, I don't sleep well, so I thought I'll try it. Well, full, dis- full disclosure, I have a MyPillow, too. I, it's a fine yeah. pillow. I have no problem with it. I've heard it's great, too. I don't have one, but... I don't buy Can I tell you something? Like you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I got a postcard in the mail the day after the decision, and it was a picture of Mike Lindell saying, Dear Bob, since you're such a good customer, <laughs> we're going to give you a discount on our pillows. Whoa. Oh, that's hilarious. Wait, wait, what if he gives you $5 million in pillows? All right, and my other one is, idea. I, I got to know, Apple or Android? Because that's been a vicious argument. Two of us oh, here are Apple, man. two of us here are Android. So I use an Android. My yeah. wife has an Apple. Let me tell you a story. I worked at Apple. I worked at there. I worked Ooh. at Apple before Steve Jobs came hey. back. Oh, he knows the inside dirt. And the thing is, in Apple, we knew what crap it was. <laughs> you know, they're advertising how great it was. But the thing is, when Steve Jobs came back, he turned things around. But before he came back, I had the chance to buy Apple stock at a discount. Ooh. And I turned it down because I knew that Apple was going to be out of business within a few years. Oh, Whoa. ouch. Oh. Um, why? You know, it's interesting. Why? Like, you guys just cheered so wildly when he said he had an Android. I don't care. I don't like, I'm not one of those people who goes, oh, Android sucks. I don't, I don't care either. excited about why do I people see stand-up so- acts where people are like, hey, grow up, all you Android users. Buy an iPhone. I, I just see people uh, looking down on us Android users, and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, and you act like uh, we're poor. You're elitist. Uh, I didn't know it was such a thing. I paid I've been kicked out of so many group messages with Sensitive. this show. I'm okay. kicked out of them, and I have no idea what's what? going on because oh, about? I don't like Brandon how he makes my bubble green, so I don't uh, <laughs> I don't include him in the group messages. <laughs> oh, can can you can you help Brandon out to respond to that, Robert? <laughs> no, I don't think I can. Look, I, these days Apple is really good. It's more expensive than. I generally more expensive than Android and I I'm cheap. People well, always think I have the latest technology <laughs> and I don't. Like I get something and I keep it for 10 years is, until it absolutely Isn't that work. a Mac and isn't, pretty cheap. Isn't that a Macintosh uh, over your brand? Yeah, yeah, over your shoulder yeah. there. It's an old Mac. Yeah, so I used to collect computers. I'll tell you I had this uh this thing going on that I would collect old computers since I worked at Apple. I'd sell them on eBay. This is about 10 years ago. Cool. I'd fix them up, sell them on eBay, but I'd sell them at a premium because I'd say, I will sign it. I'm an Apple engineer and I'll sign it. Whoa. <laughs> Did anybody get a forensic accountant to find out whether that was true? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did work at Apple and people were thrilled that you know somebody from Apple would sign it. Mostly in the Midwest, people would, would pay a big premium for them. Wow. Yeah, we're gullible. Do you use uh, Windows then? Yeah, I use Windows. I'm running Windows 10 still, not yeah. 11. Like I said, I'm way behind. I don't trust new technology. I examine it too much to know all the all the stuff that's in it. Actually, you know, these days, by the way, this might be interesting. When I when my team and I go out to examine software for a big company, the last one we did at a really major company, we uh, we examined code in a vault with a guard outside, and we had to show ID every t- and every time we went in and out. Every time we went in, we had to show ID and um, and sign a log 
and we get access to the code on this computer because this is the code. If this gets out, this is how, what runs, you know, whatever company that, you know, we're looking at. But I can tell you years ago, I worked, things were different. I worked on a case for Microsoft, a big, big patent case against Google. And uh, I was working out of my house and one day uh, I went outside and noticed that somebody dropped off a FedEx package and it contained a CD containing all of Microsoft's code. Wow. What? Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> so, things have changed since then. Yeah. Well, I, I'm so happy you won the contest uh, because because you were right, and I hope you get your five million dollars. But I I will tell you this: you will be kept in our phone directory, Robert, because I have a <laughs> feeling we will have many more questions for you over time. I hope you don't mind if we call back. No, that'd be great. You know, I I know a lot about technology, and I love talking about it. So if you ever have any tech questions, um, except, like, don't ask me how to fix your computer. I can do it. But... <laughs> no, it'll be something annoying. important. I promise. We won't waste your time, Robert. You're a valuable resource, and congratulations, Robert Ziedman. Thank you very much. Zeidman. You bet. Zeidman. 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 God, how am I going to get that? Zeidman. See, I have a system on my computer. It's a, a nonlinear digital software, and it's got all these great fades and wipes. And you can see I'm yeah, yeah, I get computers. <laughs> Why can't it be Z-I-D-E? Uh, Zeidman. That's how he spells it. Okay. I just have to think of the opposite of what I would normally say. And, oh boy. Well, wow, what a, what a valuable resource he is. And I agree. I'm glad to find he out won. The, I, what the other cases that he was uh, I, I was looking at them. They're kind of boring. Oh, they were? Well, Texas Instruments versus Samsung. I don't know what that is. He's a big deal is? in the tech world. I look, he's I mean, huge. He's, he's got, got his own Wikipedia page. Yeah, he's got he's, his own Wiki page. He's got tons nice. of books. The guy shows up awards yeah. all over the place. He's a big deal. No, I know we're going to have more use for him based on some some things that just come up over time. But, uh, I, I but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of those cases are probably pretty boring. Biggest surprise in that whole conversation is the fact that every challenge had Mike Lindell's hands all over them. Yeah, that's that's Doesn't pretty. That blow your mind. Yeah, that's that blows my mind. Because you know, you see the Giuliani's and you see the Sidney Powells and you see all these people. And I know Lindell was around there, but every single case it that was, this guy's running a giant company. Did he mean there was money possibly? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that had a lot to do with it. Funded it. Yep. When Brandon said his net worth was fifty to three hundred million, I was really surprised because I've heard him described as a billionaire many, many times, and I, I feel like he may. Maybe he was a billionaire and he isn't any. Maybe he's blowing all his money. What's his net worth? 50 to 30, 30 million. Well, when he's spending $1.5 million on a whole bunch of fake, yeah. fake yeah. stuff. I mean, if he's funding all this, that's cost a lot of money. I don't know. Mr. My Pillow himself, Mike Lindell. <laughs> I think, Lindell I think he's would paying sue. for celebrity, is what he's paying for. I would think he would sue the guy that sold him that Word document. Right. Montgomery. Yeah, no, I'm sure he would too, but he said the guy's been scamming his, he's known for scamming people. By the way, there's uh, breaking news during that interview. We'll we'll mention it because it won't be breaking by the time people hear this, but after Trudy. Oh, okay. And um, of course, our friends at Zot Ford who want to thank Greg H, Tanya T, Vincent S, JT, and Amanda K for. We are brothers. Yeah, purchasing <laughs> automotive excellence at Zot Ford and Holly because when you support our sponsors, you support the Drew and Mike podcast. And we all appreciate that. So if you're in the market for something new or pre-loved, or you just want to sell your car, please give our friends at Zod a shot and add your name to that list. And they've been with us since the very beginning, and they love taking care of you. So get out today and lease a new 22 Ford Bronco Sport Ben Big Ben 
four-wheel drive as low as two ninety-eight a month or buy the damn thing with 1.9% financing for 72 months or stop by Zot and lease a new 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as two eighty-two a month. That's what I'm going to drive. Or by this cheeky bastard. What does he mean by that, this cheeky bastard? Does anybody analyze the content there? No. Uh, with 1.9% <laughs> financing for 72 months. Finally, go to a new 22 Ford F-150 Supercrew XLT 4x4, which is just 244 a month or lower. Yeah, you could actually save another 20 to 50 bucks a month. If you qualify for a Ford private offer, give Anthony Orgabara a call to see if you're eligible. Plus, you could buy this bad boy with 2.9% financing for 72 months as well. Get details and search Zot Ford's Bang & Inventory at dealsinthed.com. And, of course, there's uh, Yaldo. Yeah, the... Um, Majority of their custom LASIK patients see better than 2020 definition of perfect vision. And it, it would be um, like how awestruck you are the first time you see a big screen in high def. That's how you feel after a visit to Dr. Yaldo. And it is just a visit because there's no pain involved. And then you end up um, afterward, no eye exams, no more costly frames, lenses, no more hassle. And uh, now just uh, when you go outside again, you'll swim, you'll boat, you'll golf. You'll enjoy warm weather. You'll go to a concert and be able to see you on stage, even if you're in the cheap seats, without the bother of glasses and contacts. The valuation is free. Call 1-800-398-EYES or go to yaldoeyescenter.com and say 1500 by mentioning June and Mike show. And uh, when was the last time you checked your home and auto insurance rates? If you haven't, you should because you could be paying too much. If you work with Legacy Partners Insurance, though, they won't let that happen. They'll keep an eye on your rates and continuously shop all the carriers to make sure that you have the best program. If you haven't called them this year, call them right now and you'll end up hacked off at your current provider. Not only does Legacy do home and auto, they also have great life insurance programs and can clue you up on what's going on with Medicare and Medicaid. So give them a call today for uh, anything insurance-related, 586-209-4106, or go to our website and click on the link. Get started with your new quote. I picked up a pen to write something down. I want to remind myself when you're done with commercials. And, of course, the end is chewed by... Oh, Lila, how is she getting all these fucking pens? I, don't I do not put pens on the floor. No, no one does. How is she getting them? Because if they're on this surface, she should not be able to get them. I, I agree. <laughs> how does she do it? I don't know. It's a freaking mystery. Oh, God. She's a mess. It's time for another train with Lane dog Man. training tip. There's no is your dog constantly barking throughout the day? Use the Yelp method. Y E L P. Why? <laughs> Yell your dog's name repeatedly. Lila! E. Every time they bark, keep yelling your dog's name. Lila! L. Let's yell at the dog. Lila! P. Perhaps yelling will work this time. Lila! Just keep at it, and eventually the Yelp method will possibly maybe have your dog possibly, potentially maybe. not barking as much anymore. Okay. And that's your train the plane dog training tip. So her deal is to get in my lap to get to my apple. I think and a lot of I, stuff. I think when she's in your lap, she's getting pens. I have a funny feeling. <laughs> no, but she's not trying to get anything. The I reason mean. I wanted the pen, she does like your lap. That's true. I think <laughs> a lot of people might like your lap. But, um, but anyway, um, I wanted to write down <laughs> and ask you why you have not attacked the all-butter loaf cake that is in the green room Oh, now. she's talked about it. Um, I've heard her mention it. It looks really good. It does look really good. I think good. about 15 seconds in the microwave. 
Oh, really? Just, just a feeling, yeah. I heard her and muttering, oh my God, it's all butter. It's all <laughs> butter. No, it probably is all butter. Yeah, I opted for those frosted donuts, but I don't think that's a better caloric choice. Hmm. So. Yeah, that stuff, it, I'm, is there stuff that's been finished in there already? Because I'm like, why is all this stuff still here? Usually it's gone in no time. Yeah. Well, I, I have mean, the Takis. Do you want the Takis if you don't want sweets? I'm trying to watch oh, my weight. Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I, I, I'm not a real... I came. I'm not... I mean, I like those snacks, but I don't go nuts over them. No, I'm not great. a big sugar person. Oh, no, they're great. Trying to get my summer body back. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, Brandon. I want to get my hip. I can't wait to start working out. I really, really, really can't. But, uh, you know... I ate too much over the weekend, too. Do you want to mention oh. the bit of breaking news? Yeah, what's the breaking news? I don't even know what you're talking about. So, it's finally been completed because it's been 40 days since Aaron Rodgers said that his intention was to play for the Jets, and then the trade never happened because Aaron Rodgers needed to be traded from the Packers. So then you heard maybe San Francisco was in the mix, all these other teams. Well, it's been finalized today that the Packers actually did trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So, they're sending their first-round pick, which is number 15, and their fifth-round pick, and they're moving up two spots in the first round they get another second-round pick this year, a six-round pick. I mean, they really, they're giving up a lot, but what? Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to play for them. Golf, he's still not the quarterback. <laughs> wait, I wait, don't wait. Anybody so says. are you telling me the Jets gave up all that? No, the, I, the Jets gave up. They, they moved two picks down in the first round, gave up a second-round pick, gave up a sixth-round pick, and then there's a conditional second-round pick next year. But they have Aaron Rodgers now. I think okay, I thought there was another first-rounder in there. No. That's... that's Wow. No, that's now my, not a bad deal. My favorite part about the story is what number does Aaron Rodgers wear? Where's twelve? Twelve. Who's the most famous uh, oh, Jet that wore? Joe Willie. Hey, look at you, Trudy. Trudy. Joe Namath Namath has Joe given his Willie. blessing to Aaron Rodgers yeah! to wear number twelve, and Aaron Rodgers says, yeah! "Fuck off! I don't want to wear number twelve. I'm going to wear, I'm gonna wear oh, number. Dick. I'm going to wear number eight, my college number. I want to kiss you. That is a total passive aggressive. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Man, what? Did he say? Slap. Did he say thank you, Joe? That's a real. That's a great honor. No, 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 no. He didn't. He just said he's going to wear number eight. He is such an imperious what? bastard. Why is he acting like such a dick about? Whatever. <laughs> I got news. Right. I think Aaron Rodgers has always been kind of a dick. Yeah. No. Well, his family doesn't. We, we, we he doesn't get along with his family. We know that from his brother being on the minutes? Bachelor. There's a 60 minutes piece, like what, eight years ago, and. I think our takeaway from it was, God, what an asshole. Yeah, he got angry because someone said, uh, wow, I thought you were taller than that. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed to really take exception to that. He's, is he six feet tall? Yeah, something like that. Wow, he's really tripping on himself. But. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's as evil as some people make him out to be, but I think he is kind of a decent no, guy. I, I, he's, I think it's Aaron Rodgers' world, and we all just live in he's it. He's done all those, you know, ayahuasca and, and sure. all the various self improvement things to that find surprises your inner me. self. He doesn't seem and apparently that, he doesn't seem that self aware, but <laughs> yeah, his, I, I don't his, think he's getting much out of I it. I think his inner self is is an asshole. That's that's what's revealed by that. Maybe. <sighs> Well, I uh, I mentioned yesterday that I thought that the I thought that the uh, the world of news was just generating just piles and piles of stuff that I felt like oh, we got to get that we got we got to do that we got I, I forgot to talk about that the other day and 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 most of them actually seem like stories that would matter a lot to our audience and the fun ones are important too so I don't like the fun ones to take short shrift but <laughs> this one came up Friday morning I woke up and I got a text from a friend who is a serious golfer and he was beside himself over a rape case. Oh, man. And here's the story. I'm sure a lot of people have, have read about it or heard about it. Uh, a West Bloomfield man named Kurt Rilemma who plays a lot of golf. Um, I think he's a member at 
one of the clubs, I don't want to say because I don't want to get it wrong. Not that it would mean the club is, you know, loves rapists or anything. No. Mm-hmm. He's probably, I would imagine he's blackballed now. Uh, on September 6th, 1999, a 22-year-old woman was working at a food stand at the Twin Lakes Golf Club in Oakland Township, Michigan. An unknown male entered into an employee-only restricted area through an employee-only door and violently raped and assaulted the young woman. The suspect took off but left DNA at the crime scene. The DNA was uploaded, but law enforcement could not find a match. Part of this, too, by the way, her description was um, the guy was missing two lower teeth. He had a scar that looked like the Nike swoosh. And the sheriff actually arrested somebody and then obviously let him go because they didn't do it or they had an alibi. Didn't match the DNA. There are two, there are two yeah. people well, with, then, with yeah. missing lower teeth and a Nike swoosh. Yes, that's wow. kind of weird. Nine In months, the system. <laughs> nine months later... July of 2000, a 19-year-old woman was jogging near the 18th hole of the Blue Course at Pennsylvania Penn State when she was approached by a man who asked if she had a Band-Aid and new directions to the clubhouse. The young woman told the man she couldn't help him and tried to continue jogging, but the man held a knife to her throat and dragged her off toward a wooded area. The woman told police the man punched her in the stomach and raped her. This, my sex was a woman who's just been punched in the stomach. I don't get that. <laughs> I think that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no, for anybody. No choking, no punching in the stomach. I guess I just don't understand rape. I don't. The suspect demanded the victim keep quiet and took off, leaving behind his DNA at the crime scene. In 2004, four years later, CODIS linked the DNA from 99 in Michigan to the 2000 rape in Pennsylvania, but no specific match could be made to the suspect because he doesn't have any DNA from an arrest or anything on record. In two separate press conferences last week, investigators confirmed in July 2021 the Penn State Police Department began working with the Oakland County Sheriff's Office to see if they could nail down a suspect using advanced DNA. And this is where they, first of all, they get a sketch what the person looks like, which, mm-hmm. God, they're uncanny, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And so they went down that path. Ge- genealogy results narrowed down the DNA to three potential suspects, all brothers. When detectives, can you imagine being any of the three brothers? How weird that would be yeah. when somebody says, yep. we know that you are one of your two brothers raped this woman and you're like holy fuck i didn't do it which one of my brothers did it i think they they went to get their dna before they notified them though to whittle it down that's what it sounded like well just the just however it came about how weird that would be when detectives began investigating the brothers they zeroed in on kurt rilemma 51 at the time of the michigan rape documents showed rilemma had lived near the twin lakes golf course and was potentially visiting his brother who attended penn state Uh, his younger brother, that is, at the time of the 2000 rape case. So they must have been about 10 years apart, I guess. DNA extracted from a styrofoam coffee cup he'd been drinking matched to the DNA collected from both golf course rapes. Investigators said Dilemma's currently living in West Bloomfield in Michigan. He's been charged with first and second degree felony criminal sexual conduct in Pennsylvania. He'll be charged with felony counts of rape, sexual assault, and aggravated indecent assault. He was caught. I'm very and proud to say we caught him. I saw one of the local stories on this and the picture of the family with the three kids. And, oh, man, I just thought, oh, the poor wife and the poor kids. And just, and, of course, the victims. That's what, you know, really matters. And the fact that they know what? they're going to put this guy away now. But what a shock. What does he do for, for a living that he's... He's in construction, I believe. Okay. I mean, on the yeah, higher when I, level. When I looked him up, he had a uh, he had a picture that looks like it was from, like, LinkedIn. Uh believe yeah he looks like a businessman who lives in west bloomfield how are his teeth i don't know about the missing teeth start stuff probably had a flipper Uh, what a just uh, a grisly grisly case pretty hideous um (laughs) 
Did you um, did you watch any of the coverage of uh, the upcoming coronation and the Harry and, and Meghan stuff? I have been paying attention. Is there something new today? Well, there was just something on CBS this morning where they were talking about this alleged... I hate watching CBS this morning because they love Meghan. They always support her. I know they do, but... Um, because Gail's Oprah's friend. Well, well, from the Today Show, though, they were talking about um, how the letters went back and forth after the Oprah thing, supposedly mm. between Charles and Megan, and that's probably one of the reasons that she's not going to come because she didn't really think maybe they were racist, but that they didn't, they had unconscious bias. And so that went back and forth. Thanks for the Well, but I'm gonna come. they were saying though, there was, there was a, there were a couple of things that they were thinking would happen with Harry there, that he would be 10 rows back. Yeah. So yeah. The rest he the will family. be 10 rows back. Oh, you guys back. talked about that yesterday? No, no, no. Well, that was new today, the 10 rows back thing. Uh, it was hilarious. Was, 10 rows back. They're like, ah, that's just speculation, go. but. <laughs> 10 rows back. You think I he mean, wants to go? I don't think he wants to go. Who, who is he behind at that point? You know, um, a lot of people. All the cousins. And, the Duchess of Pork. <laughs> but it's her father-in-law's coronation to be the king of England. Right. She's fucking go. Honestly, can't those two shut up? And this idea that they're going to get a big apology, that the, this is what they want. They want to go, we are so sorry for the way we treated Megan. It was so awful, and she was suicidal, and we didn't do anything about it. Fuck you. First of all, I don't believe she was suicidal. I'm sorry. I joined Piers Morgan and, well, Piers Sharon. Morgan was the main one. No, Sharon Osbourne defended Piers Morgan, so she's a little different. But uh, I think she's full of shit. And I thought that whole thing with Oprah was pathetic, like about half the country did. And I think, honestly, if you ask people now, I would say most people probably think she's full of shit. And anybody that wants to make... I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Imagine getting a uh, $30 million content deal with Netflix going, oh, what a great way to... I'll, I'm going to just tell off my entire in-law's family. Hmm. My husband's entire family. We'll tell them off. That's how we'll create our content. I, and then you can write a book and you can tell them off again. And then I'll write a book and I'll tell them off again. And she's really... She's got to be the Where? ultimate drama queen. Yeah. Well, I think she expected that she was going to be the exalted princess. She was. And when it did was you see the wedding? <laughs> I did. I know. I thought her fucking well, wedding was on global TV. They kid. kissed her ass. Oprah was there. George Clooney was there. I, mean, I feel, feel like she thinks she's more special than anyone. And when that really wasn't the case and they didn't treat her always like she was, you know, the best of all the princesses. I have a feeling she that got pissed. she probably got treated pretty well. I, you know, I mean... This idea that she went to HR, she went to HR at Buckingham Hills. I don't feel well, I'm depressed. And they wouldn't help her. And she couldn't get any help. <laughs> she can't get any help. What, Harry couldn't find any resources for her? She couldn't find a psychiatrist? She, wait, she Harry, had to go she through, couldn't do it herself? We'll have to through. see how he deals with my blue penis. Exactly. I mean, they do know herself. Elton John. Elton John paid their carbon footprint. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's a lie. Carbon footprint. I really think her whole goal now is to take down the monarchy. I do too. <gasps> I think she wants to end it. So she doesn't care how. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And, and nobody wants to talk to her because they're afraid that they'll generate more, you know, clicks oh, for yeah. them. If you have a conversation or, with Harry, he's going to air it out. More content oh, no, they're for not the book. Talk. Who would talk to him? I, honestly, if I were his brother, I wouldn't talk to him. Are you kidding? No, fuck no. Because when you stop talking to him, you end new material. That's like Stuttering John quitting his podcast. <laughs> There's no more ways to to create material out of Stuttering John other than what he's already done. 
<laughs> I totally understand what's going on there. I'm so. not a fan of making. All right. Uh, There's a great No More Planes for You story today involving a celebrity. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think I do. You don't know the designer story of what he did? Oh, on the yes, <laughs> I do. I, you said celebrity. I, I don't know this person. We've He's talked a- about him before because of his crimes. He's a rapper, right? Yeah. Is he really that great a rapper? Because a lot of times he's they go, a, this rapper got killed, and it's somebody who like has you know two hundred streams. He does have a song with one point one billion streams. Whoa, so. who okay. is this? Well, that's that's fair. Designer. This is his one with one. It's oh, called, his name yeah. is Designer. Yeah. <laughs> he's got an extra I in it, though. I think. Yeah. So I guess it's Designer. Designer. <laughs> exactly. But I I laughed out. I mean, it's. I guess it's bad what he did, but I laughed out loud based on his interview with the um, police. So designers, <laughs> he's on a Delta flight and he's in first class because, you know, he's designer. So why wouldn't he be in first class? And apparently flight attendants had to tell him multiple times to, sir, can you please put your penis back in your pants? Oh, what? Because he was just sitting in first class with his dong hanging out. I thought and then, you could get your penis out in first class. Really? It's first <laughs> class, right? I think they were giving him the benefit of the doubt until he didn't put it back. So, you get yeah. your boob out, too? Excuse me while I whip this out. And if your dick's hanging out and you're a guy, I mean, eventually you're going to start beating off, right? I mean, it's there, so why wouldn't you? And I that's can't, what he's I can't doing. believe that they are asking politely if he can put his penis back. Yeah, no, but he started beating off oh, in first no. class. So then again, flight attendants are like, sir, Mr. Designer, can you please stop masturbating? And it got so bad, they moved him to the back of the plane. Now, here's my my favorite part. Actually, there's a couple parts that are my favorite. I masturbate a lot. The FBI is involved, of course, because it happened on a plane. The affidavit from the FBI says when he got out of his seat in first class, a jar of Vaseline fell on the floor. Oh, no. Which is That's very like Tony, t- Tony Doan style. Yeah. How did you get dick in Indian Bar? <laughs> so he, they moved him to the back of the plane. And I guess, I, I don't know if he kept beating off at the back of the plane, but they started. If talking. I'm a betting man, I am sure he's probably masturbating. They landed in Minneapolis. And uh, so the FBI or whoever just starts talking to him and he goes, well, you know, uh, I was just in Japan and I just didn't get too much cootie over there. And I was brick hard, quote unquote, <laughs> brick hard I love when, he, when he got on the plane. So I guess that's a good defense, that's right? That's fucking hard. He needed brick to hard. rub one out. It's like, uh, it's, uh, what was Ike Turner, harder than Chinese arithmetic? Yes. <laughs> What's harder, brick hard or Chinese arithmetic? I, I, sounds like a Twitter poll, Brandon. We put it up there. What's harder? Brick hard sounds really hard. Yeah, because people can solve Chinese arithmetic. Brick hard, I mean, that's. that's I don't know. I think tough. it's. You I, can't argue with brick hard. No. I, I want to see the Twitter outcome of this. <laughs> I really do. Designer then said that he was aroused by the flight attendant, so she must have been hot. And uh, he, quote, kind of showed her, and uh, I showed her uh, my magic stick. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thinking that it would give her encouragement. So he's very thoughtful. You're very. Encouragement very to. He must have like, been high like, as fuck to blow him. Middle of the. Well, Flight? Yes. Was, you know. Drew, they asked him if he was... it's okay to bring his dick out on the flight, why wouldn't it be okay to get a blowjob? Sure. <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> well, he is in first class. I mean, they have those little pods on Delta. Um, he said he wasn't under the influence, but he was prescribed medication in Thailand and wasn't taking it, which... Okay. What kind of, well, he has medication what? that makes him keep his penis in his pants on flights. <laughs> really? I don't know. Or to pull it out. I don't know. That, that's where he's not brick hard. I think that's what the medication does, is for... Oh my God! What do you think? Mm. Could be. <laughs> Keep him from getting break. I don't. Thailand medication just sounds like something sketchy. All right, we'll see what the outcome is of the Twitter poll.
<laughs> What's harder, brick hard or Chinese arithmetic? <laughs> uh, people are going to really wonder what this means. I think some people I think might it's good get tease. it. Uh, so did uh, did you guys see the Britney nip slip? Yeah. On Instagram. Gross. Okay, that's not a nip slip. She did not not know that her nipple was out. Oops! Yeah. I did it again. What a fucking I, I idiot! She is. I, I'm sure her kids love this. How gross does her nipple look? Is it? No, it doesn't look that great to me. Is it still up? I don't know. It was up yesterday. I tweeted it. It's I on know. my Twitter. I didn't know if I needed to go to your Twitter to look at the tweet or if it pops out somewhere. No, it's just a picture, isn't it? Oh, she put the, a picture of her I nipple don't know. out? I don't You're know. You're not allowed to do that. Um, well, it was definitely on oh, purpose. Oh, well, somebody, somebody screenshot it. Yeah. I mean, it was all over the place. I thought I saw it in your prep. It's on my Twitter. Yeah. Okay, then I'll go there. But I got to tell you, I... <laughs> Does anyone really believe she had no idea that her top pulled up over her nipple? She didn't no. know that. She is an idiot. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> but nobody looks at this. She just posts whatever she wants, and nobody oh, takes a second look I at it. I don't know how to edit. <laughs> huh. It's not a bad-looking bad nipple. No. I mean, it looks okay. It's kind of a... It's not... The circumference isn't very big. I still no. think the camera angles are messing everything be. up. She puts a camera 12 <laughs> feet high and has it down on her and... You need to have oh, yeah. No, she knows the magic of high angles. Yes. I've, I swear, I just find nothing she's special so about her in terms of attraction. I think she's a cute girl, but... Why she Thank sells you. billions and billions of records just because she's pretty? Somebody described, I think it was this picture, as her washboard abs. Who thinks she still has washboard no abs? No one. You're not getting she the looks, clothes clean on that. She looks like a human fire hydrant to me. I got a tummy. <laughs> one that spins? <laughs> Spinning fire hydrant. Yeah. I don't know. I just she's Her legs are too short. Her She's... Lumpy her eye in makeup, the middle. I, I just have to say her eye makeup looks fantastic, as do her roots. <laughs> no. No what? one likes her eye makeup. I, I see women all the time claiming that, God, can she update her makeup? Well, what it, do you guys want? She's been in prison for 13 I years. I don't think people feel she takes showers very regularly. No, God, no. She stinks. smells. Stinks. Yeah. She, um, I think she cries <laughs> a lot, though, so she, that's what that's about. <laughs> she probably cries. No, it like, does. Like, she was doing this, and it then she like goes it's through. running, yeah. I think you're... 100% correct. You're absolutely right. She <laughs> balls her dream? eyes out. <laughs> Nobody like my nip slip. Ew. Yeah, she's so gross. I'm surprised her nipple slipped out before her labia. <laughs> well, her trying, labia's been trying. seen, it's remember? fighting its no, way out. No, but I mean in these Instagram pictures. Yeah, because, true. I mean, <laughs> look how low that thing is. I'm surprised you labia. Pop out, right? <laughs> remember all those shots of her? credit for, for sticking in there. Getting out of those limousines with no underwear. I mean, that was like every day. I, I feel yeah, like those were the days. Those, those I'm gonna great. get out limousine about three o'clock day with no underwear. If you want, I want to get a picture. Stupid paparazzi. I feel like we are all amateur gynecologists because of her and her labia and everybody else. Who else was getting out of those? Was it? Well, oh, uh, Paris, Paris Hilton, Hilton. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, yeah. the Lindsay Lohan. Let's let's show off our machine. You know, I, I've frequently called this the decade of the idiot millionaire, mm. uh, but I would like to include them, but they really go back to 2007. But Lindsay Lohan is a fire crutch. Lindsay Lohan's clearly an idiot. Yeah. Paris Hilton is an idiot. Sure. And then uh, something that would be really more, I guess, prescient to my claim that this is the decade of the idiot millionaire would be Bad Baby. <laughs> and I read a story about Bad Baby today that, I don't you know, I, I guess... 
I think these things Catch make... me outside. How about that? When you read about complete idiots who become millionaires, does it make people jealous, angry, laugh, all of the above? Um, I typically laugh. I'm not... I mean... I think I, I hey, think money's I have, money, I guess. I have a tendency to, to sort of just laugh because I'm yeah. I, if I were if I were twenty though when I saw this, I'll, I'll I think mad. I would be I would probably be a little jealous and I'd I'd FOMO. Be, yeah, FOMO. <laughs> um you know, I didn't realize and I've read more about it lately, I didn't realize how much of cryptocurrency was about in fact it comes up in in the show Trudy, have you watched Beef? Yeah. Do you like it? All the way through. Yeah, I liked it. A lot. I thought there was a great scene in beef. I'll try to explain it for those of you who haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two brothers. One is doing a lot of <laughs> odd jobs, working, you know, uh, roofing, yeah. uh, trying to, uh, to to trim trees. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's hustling. But, How about that? Yeah, he's a hustler. <laughs> Trimming trees scene. That was good. And his brother is oh. constantly on the computer <laughs> trading crypto. Yeah. <laughs> and funny. and so when he's like, hey, dude, you got to get up and do some work. You, I can't just let you live here for free while you sit there and, and you know, play with crypto all day. Right. And the guy's like, hey, you fucking idiot. You're going to do all that work when you could just, you know, get rich quick doing what I'm doing. Well, and I really think that is a lot. That sort of was a great microcosm of why crypto was so popular <laughs> with 20 something guys, because 20 something guys are 90 percent of the owners. Yeah. I know he just but he was he was like, I'm going to have this much money by next week, which, I mean, he had already calculated how much crypto <laughs> yeah. he was going to make based on all the ridiculous things he was well, the, doing. There's a know-it-all part of it. You know, like, look, I know this. You're too dumb to know it. Right. You know, and I think NFTs, it was the same way, except that that know-it-all act didn't last as long. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was an interesting scene. But Bad Baby, okay. She's now made $70 million on OnlyFans. How about that? She's not <laughs> 20 years old yet. And she just bought yeah. a she just bought a sprawling mansion in Woodland Hills in California, that? her second home. <laughs> Cash. Wow. How about that? She's charging twenty three ninety nine on OnlyFans, and according to the author, you get mostly just dimly lit semi nudes. <laughs> and they said for an additional fee, which could be fifty to hundred or even more, you can get a DM from her, or you might get a nip slip. Oh. What, how much slip? is a nip slip? Fifty to hundred dollars more. Fifty to hundred, or, or more. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what they were talking. About. I think it was like fifty to hundred for a DM from Bad Baby, which oh, is like geez. what? How would stupid rather, are people? Would you rather spend your money on that or to see that uh, girl at the Crowfoot that we were talking about yesterday, or whose name I already forgot? Piper. Piper. Remember the six hundred bucks for the VIP tour of Piper? Yesterday on the yesterday show, we were YouTube talking about mom, it. Piper, Rocky, mom. The whole story. Oh yeah, Piper. You'd rather spend six hundred bucks to see Piper than no, uh, see a no, nip slip? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no. I would not. <laughs> I was gonna say, jeez. Yeah, but Piper's local. I wouldn't spend any of that fucking money. Is she? She is. Oh, the Crowfoot. Oh, she was an act. Oh, she's she from on? Georgia. She, yeah, she's just a YouTube idiot. Somebody oh, caught Trudy on a video at the Crowfoot, by the way, in Farmington. What? No, 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 no. I wasn't at the Crowfoot. I was at um, Cowley's. Oh, Cowley's. That's right. I, I'd never been there, so I know somebody sent me a video. Of Trudy might have been Trudy <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> yes. Feeling the music. Hey. Dance floor. Trudy, what music were you feeling? Oh, I had a great band there. They played everything. What were they jamming though? Uh, wait. Um, I was... think I think it was their Stone set. Oh, okay. Where I was up. Uh, okay, you were rocking, man. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of fun, and both D and I did need to get out. So I see. crazy dancing, making my penis soft. Now I was not criticizing your attendance at Cowley's. <laughs> 
Anyway, she lives the life of a college freshman with no classes, lots of binge drinking, lots of chilling, lots of partying, and just hanging. She says, I don't want to work. I don't have to work. So I guess she's just going to enjoy her $70 million and uh, be on her way. Danielle Brigoli. I mean, are people mad at her for that? No, no, yeah. no. I, I, I just think some people feel like, oh God. Well, sure. How of is it possible that someone was on Doctor Phil saying, "Cash me outside"? How about that? Bitch, your and kids probably listen to me. Your kids probably know who I am. Your husband probably knows who I am. Nobody can tell me that if she had not been on Doctor Phil as a thirteen-year-old nut, of course not, juvenile delinquent, that she would have seventy million dollars. So. I mean, that's not even like winning the lottery. That's insane. You were nuts before I came on this show. Because she's a complete nut on and becomes a meme. Uh, somebody gives her a record deal, and she does some really bad rap songs. She admits her song. She says her yeah. music was terrible. She hates her music. Really? That's horrible. Uh -huh. Wow. What's that music again? White what? White bitch? White. Oh, hi, hi, hi bitch. bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. No, it's just her like acting that. like a juvenile delinquent. Mm -hmm. She's an idiot. So but she's, she's turned it into seventy million. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's but, kind of a genius. You know what this girl had? Kind of she had the countdown. She had that same countdown that we remember with the Olsen twins, and then with uh, with. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm hung up on. She's a genius. <laughs> if she had not been on Doctor Phil, none of this would happen. Right. No. This music sucks. But she's capitalized on it. No. But I think no. I think people helped her capitalize. She didn't on it. make the money with this music. She made the big bucks when that countdown ended. She turned 18. She turned down that OnlyFans. She account. set it free. Sure. Boom. Everybody knew prior. Oh my God, she's got big boobs. And then they waited, waited. She turned 18. Let's see them. Patient. Yeah. Um, she's in a kitchen that she doesn't use any of the appliances. In. <laughs> she made a million dollars the first day on OnlyFans. That is where she made her money. It's not her music. I, I don't. I hate to call her a genius. I will not do that. Are you? Nor will I call Olivia Dunn a genius. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, she's beautiful. She's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. She has a boner army that, that no one can rival, in my she, opinion. But she she's has, not a genius. She has athleticism <laughs> now. She does. But that doesn't make you a genius. No. But do, are you waiting for, um, do you want to fast forward to when she loses all that money? That would Yeah, I think I would like that. <laughs> Danielle Bergoli? Yes. I don't think she's going to lose it, man. I don't, I don't either. Man. She seems pretty good with her money. And yeah. she's sober now, really? too, allegedly. Yeah. Like Not she, according to this article. Okay. Like she she made, binge drinks regularly. Oh, really? I she, meant, yeah. okay, I meant I do remember her that she was like talking about investing. I mean, this is right out of the gate when she's 18 and making millions on OnlyFans. Well, if you give every 18-year-old $50 million, which is what she had from OnlyFans the first year, uh, there's going to be like two out of ten that aren't going to blow it. <laughs> <Thank> you, <laughs> Probably I a lot of them will blow it sure. out their ass. But um, So, yeah, I'll give her a little credit Catch for that. She does seem like she's... Determined to maintain her wealth, so there's something. Like She's invested in real estate. She got a seven million dollar home. She paid cash for in Florida. That's smart too. A lot of kids go, well, I don't. If I can just borrow it, I'd just rather borrow it. I don't want to take all my money. Right. But I think she was smart to pay cash. Hmm. Um, and speaking of, uh, let's see, this isn't an idiot millionaire, but this is an idiot. Did you see all the pictures of Casey Anthony at Disney World? Oh yeah. Uh, not realizing that this might be a bad look to some people <laughs> being at Disneyland without any children with your girlfriends because you murdered your child. I was just at that store she was at too, so it could have been me. <laughs> the Disney store in Disney Springs. 
I mean, wow. it's not I just, I'm like, isn't that weird, Casey? Anthony, like, like that just walking around Disney World, it doesn't even bother you. Think I know. she would feel bad I, going, Oh my god, I could have had my daughter. Well, here. The, Drew, the worst part about it is that's the competitor because she used to pretend that she worked at Universal. Right. <laughs> I was that's gonna right. say, Did she say, I used to work here, but yeah. I didn't know they were different? She pretend parks. Worked, at, worked at Universal. <laughs> god, that is really strange. Wow. She, uh, but yeah, she's apparently got a couple friends. And she ha- she's bad. having a ball. I she, mean, she she's didn't packing them out. She didn't look that bad. Oh, really? I Come thought on. she was oh, packing on the pounds. I thought she looked pretty good. Really? I didn't think she looked bad at all. Oh, well, there was the one profile picture. I was like, oh, where'd that gut come from? Well, let's take a look. Let's take a second look. What? Because I've always thought she looked pretty good. What kid toys are she, is she in? She was shopping at the Disney store in Disney oh, Springs. On. That's like the newest uh, story that's out there. I, most of the pictures I saw, I thought she looked good. Wow, okay. I'll have to, I mean, to relook of, at the profile picture. In terms again. of criminal chicks, she's one of the oh, hottest ones out there. Oh, oh I didn't see this one. There you go. Oh, look at that. Oh, wait a second. Oh, there's a big old badunkadunk. Damn. Whoa. I thought yeah, it there's was... the profile one with the gut I was talking about. Hold on, about. hold oh. on. Wait, did she get did she get fat injected into her ass? I have a feeling she did. Well, did she get fat injected into her um, abs? <laughs> I didn't oh, see that. Maybe she did. No, her ass is kind of comically big. I don't know if that's intentional. That, yeah. Some oh, that, look, oh that gut. That's the gut picture Whoa. I was talking about, right? What? There. She's all your guy. She's, she's, she's turning to... into her mom. You two could have a threesome with her. No, I'm she's, gonna, she's, she's turning into her mom. She is. Except she doesn't have a kid anymore. Some people do turn into their moms. She has a drink in her hand every picture. <laughs> she has a drink. Yeah, you got to stay hydrated. You never know when you got to murder a child. <laughs> I wonder, we should all send her, um, does she have a social media presence? We should all send her Mother's Day greetings. No, she used to have a Facebook account for her photography business, and I used to pepper her with interview requests on it, and uh, I think eventually it just disappeared. I'm legitimately surprised she hasn't started a podcast or a YouTube channel. Well, she makes good money working for, isn't it the- uh, Yeah, the lawyer that got her off. Yeah, does she either make the good lawyer money that got her off or the, the, the detective that- not the detective that helped they helped put yeah, her the away? investigator. Oh, yeah, she was living yeah. with the detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working yeah. for him. So and she must be putting out big time. Yeah. Uh, Eat, te- eating all their food too. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of uh, gossipy stuff today. Uh, T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach haven't had much attention lately, so they decided to go on a stroll in a very sort of high profile area of New York City, and so of course everybody took pictures and a spring in their step. Loved up T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach hold hands for a romantic walk around New York City after look being me, fired from me. GMA over their secret love affair. I would just like to say the two of you get it on. I guarantee you they both, or one of them, is contacting Fox and CNN today going, oh, I went where Tucker was fired and uh, Don Lowe was fired. Do you need a show? Yeah. Why not? I, I'm surprised CNN wouldn't hire them as part of a morning show, not to anchor it. They might. Mm. I don't get eyeballs. They, they just haven't done shows like it. You can get eyeballs for two but weeks. They, they but did. They, they want to hire a show for three years or five years. Yeah. Well, they did that GMA three, that third hour thing for a while. Yeah, and they're both. But not. They're both great. I mean, they're not. They're not TV strong people. enough to. I don't think they're strong enough to anchor a morning show, but to be part of one. Remember the, how much you loved T.J. Holmes, though. And I thought T.J. was. And, I thought he was really. I, really I like T.J. Okay, I I wasn't completely nuts about him. I I thought he was good. He started to annoy me actually, but I did <laughs> like him at first. Well, yeah, because he was getting so much pussy. <laughs> no, so much no, arrogance. I, I was kind of blown away by how much pussy he gets. To be honest, I mean, he nails every hot chick that got came into Good Morning America. Um, I was surprised they didn't fire him sooner, to be honest. I mean, he didn't really have a leg to stand on when that thing broke. Yeah, three of them. 
Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. Anyway, uh, the comments were really nasty in here. People are claiming that Amy looks 10 years older in her face since this thing started. And <laughs> what's she doing with grandma? And, oh, jeez. Of course, yeah. all the attacks on her. I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's getting ragged on for wearing, because he's just, he dresses like a 20-year-old, and I don't know, people are, I just, for some reason, people don't like these two. I, I, I don't like her, I have to admit, I find her annoying as fuck. Before this, did you, or is this what turned it? I know I always found her annoying because I remember okay. the whole thing with Billy selling their stupid book on GMA. Oh, yeah. I found that annoying. I was like, "Oh, shut up! You're not that perfect." And of course, they are not that perfect. I always thought she I was kind of cute until this. And then, no, I think she's then, cute. It's still because all I see is that smile, laugh. That I, I think photo. she's. I think she's a couple years from being haggy. I don't know why. <laughs> she's getting there TJ, quick. Yeah, TJ's. Well, I mean, he's really wearing her out, so. Could have something to do with it. Oh, <laughs> Wearing her out. Oh, I, I think these two are horny as hell. I really oh, yeah. do. I mean, I'm envious. That's pretty cool. If you want to, two people want to fuck each other that bad. That's kind he's of getting, exciting. Young. Do you think he's getting bummed out that there's no uh, employees he can just nail left and right? Like he's stuck with her? <laughs> I don't think he's or the kind think, of guy that I, stays satisfied for long. Okay, it doesn't do sound like it. Do you think he's nailing, like, I don't know, people that work at his building or something? I think he's biding his time. It'll what? Yeah, he'll get, on to get sick show. of him? No, he'll get how, on another show and how production long, assistance galore. How long before the fact that this has cost them their jobs does that start to impact the relationship? Because I would think at I'm a certain point, it going, you know, if you hadn't started fucking me and been so stupid, does it p- depend on how they live their lifestyle, how much money they spend, and how much they have saved? Like, could they wait it out? Oh, boy. Well, they're they, becoming I, more they irrelevant every day. I mean, don't they have a lot of coin? Yeah, I think they Yeah, but they're they, still becoming more irrelevant every day. They like, a, they that's live, why they're walking around NYC saying, hey, look at us. I think they live a big lifestyle. I think both of them probably live a pretty we big lifestyle. We know they're going on vacation fact, a lot. They just bought a big place, an expensive place in Manhattan. So Ugh, I think they're going to need- a black light in there. Gross. They're going to need some income. And I predict it'll be a podcast. If yeah. nothing else breaks, they will have a podcast soon, and that'll be real boring <laughs> because I don't think they have that much to say. Honestly, can you hear them? Maybe, maybe they would talk about politics. I don't know. They're talk about boning each other. They could, but that'll get old. <laughs> yeah, but it worked for Caller Daddy. All the sex talk there. I don't think Amy Roback can pull that off. I, I think she would. She would find that. So too. last night I put it in your ass, Amy. What you think about that? Well, you did that the previous night. <laughs> yeah, but this time I lasted twenty seconds longer. <laughs> you did? Well, that's because you're bored. Because you've been doing it so much. <laughs> I don't know. Last Damn night I finished on Amy's back. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what they were talking. It wasn't about. my back. It was my neck. Oh, for God's sake! Well, I don't know because I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever it lands, it lands. All right, off uh, on to Bam Margera. Bam Margera. There's a be on the lookout for Bam Margera. Yep. As uh, you know, can we put a GoPro on Bam Margera? Can can we make a Truman show out of this? Mm. <laughs> I mean, seriously, wouldn't he make a good Truman show? Because he is. You never know where. I, if there was a Bam Margera channel, I think a lot of people would be watching. Are you trying to pitch his next reality show? Because he's had a million of them. Well. 
he's gone. He's completely gone batshit nuts. I mean, how many times can someone get arrested in a month? Wouldn't this be going on the fifth, fourth or fifth time? He assaulted his new girlfriend. He got in trouble with his old girlfriend because he was drunk, or his old wife because he was drunk with the child. Um, the Jackass Four fallout. He's Who reaming the fuck out. Cares if I'm drunk as hell or not anymore. He's threatening to kill people. It seems like once a week. Uh, he who did he want to fight? He wanted to fight um, two or three of the jackass guys. Jeff Tremaine. He wanted a fist fight them. Called him out publicly on an Instagram post. Yeah, he wanted a gloveless fight with them. So he could wasted. Beat them to a pulp. Isn't well? Okay, you pointed out that he was in CKY before. He, no, he wasn't. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. He was in the CKY videos. His brother is in the CKY band, uh, okay. and that was who he was attacking today in Pennsylvania. He beat the crap out of his brother. Yeah, his, brother his brother? Where? His brother at his I think brother's at house. house. His brother woke up to Bam banging on the door. Oh, that'd be a bad way to wake up. And he oh. left a note about killing him by putting a bullet in his head. If what he talked to cops, brother do? nothing, I'm oh, sure. To keep Why do you have to wake me up and leave a note? Just leave the note. <laughs> so anyway, later on, he came downstairs, and Bam was peeing in his kitchen sink. Oh, God. And instead of saying, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm pissing in your sink, Bam beat the shit out of him. <sighs> Somebody, they just need to haunt him. <laughs> he beat the shit out of his brother down. for peeing in his sink. <laughs> no, for oh, being, for interrupting. No, for being mad at him yeah, for peeing in his sink or for interrupting They just him. need to put him out of his misery. It's time. Yeah, so the police showed up, and this is after all the threats. I'm going to kill everybody in this house, mom, dad, blah, blah, blah. And he ran into the woods, and they chased him into the woods, and they're still looking for him. In fact, they have a manhunt out for him. They said that he could be facing, like, up to four charge, like, domestic terrorists. Yeah, he, he's... Charges? He's, oh, yeah. he's MIA. Isn't it Westchester, Pennsylvania, the then? He's yeah. going to freeze his ass off. I hope he goes to rehab That's, again, because it seems to work for him every time he's he been works, to rehab. No, no he's been to rehab like 12 He's unfixable. Times. What do you he's do with him? Arrest him. Lock him away. Just kill him. I, <laughs> kill him. You know, the thing is... <laughs> Trudy's going to do it himself. If he yeah. goes to court for all these things, he'll be bonded out, and then he'll start up again. Yeah. And then when he goes to... Uh, when he's finally... You know, called for all this stuff. What's he going to get? Thirty days in jail, sixty days in jail. He'll just be out again and be drinking again. And hope he doesn't hurt himself, man. He just seems so self-destructive that I just. Well, you can't. How much? How much? Somehow, everyone else gets hurt, but he doesn't seem to get hurt. How much more help can you give the guy? He doesn't want anybody's help. So, what does he look like right now? Is that is that what he looks like in the Daily Loud? Is that his picture? Down no, he's there? he. You know what? He looks. His face is. He looks like swollen. a drunk. Well, he's oh getting fatter, God. so he's starting to resemble Phil a little bit because of how much weight he's put on. Wow. Uh, he, he just has, looks like the glory days are behind him, and he can't. I mean, he he wants to relive them, and it's just not has, happening. He doesn't have much semblance to the Bam Margera of five years ago. Skateboarding, yeah. Little on ten years ago. I mean, he used to be a fairly athletic guy who seemed to you know work uh, out and be. He Look at was that picture fairly, of him on Dr. Phil. <laughs> he was the, a productive guy. He's the Vince Neal nose, where his nose got fat. I don't know, kind of looks like me. Look. <laughs> no. Well, you got get to on, get on camera. No, down farther. He looks terrible. Oh, wow. Spinning oh, Brandon. Yeah, you have to talk. You have to make the face. Go run in the woods. Who the cares? Hey, did you hear about uh, who went to Coachella yesterday? Oh, who? Chris Jenner and Corey Gamble went with Jeff Bezos oh, and wow. Lauren Sanchez. Oh, did they fly in the chopper to get there? Was Lauren flying the chopper? It's exciting. I don't know. I'm sure she choppered them somewhere, but it reminded me of the um, 
<laughs> that uh, chicks in the office show, the Barstool show, Carl was talking about where they were speculating, is Leo too old for Coachella? <laughs> sure, I thought it was funny. And then they mentioned John Hamm. And I thought, yeah, John Hamm seems too old for Coachella. I don't know why. Doesn't everybody seem too old for Coachella? Wow. A little bit. I mean, Bezos is doing at Coachella. Con- oh, Bezos, that's ridiculous. That's like somebody's grandfather being there. <laughs> Why is he there? I mean, if you see Bezos walking by, aren't you going to hide the joint? <laughs> yeah. yeah and put the beer behind your back or something? I don't want to do I mean, any of that. Anyway. Um, no, I bet you he walked around with a like a full beer that he barely sipped out of so he looks cool. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, this is what the kids are doing. Well, they were. I was reading about the fact that they went, which just is weird. Like, what? Is, what does those four have in common? And um, and they mentioned in the story. Jeff's money. In the story, they mentioned that, um, no, well, there's Chris's money for Corey Gamble, but they referenced Corey Gamble, you know, who has been with Chris for X amount of time. Is that his breakthrough was playing uh, himself on the Robin China show. And I'm like, wait, his breakthrough? That's a breakthrough? The show was on for one season. Did you see what, what Bezos wore to Coachella? Was it a vest? Oh, my God, boys. He really, check out, oh, hang on, I got to switch this over. Check out Grandpa here. Well, why isn't it popping up? There it is. Look at that cool outfit that Bezos has on. <laughs> so it's super tight jeans. Does he have some earrings on? Uh, it doesn't what look like it. That? It's super tight jeans. He's got a rip in the pocket, rip on the knee. Why is and he then wearing he's got his a white... laminate around his neck? Nice no, outfit. Like nobody knows. No one knows who he is. So then um, he's got a white t-shirt, and then on top of that is a button-down shirt that's opened up that's blue with butterflies, butterflies. on it. And he's got a bunch of wrist, you know, wristbands that oh, she cool. probably made for him. Meanwhile, she, oof, the tightest skirt ever and the tightest white tank top ever. Wow, her boobs are just out. Jenner. Yeah, she, she does, uh, she wants to be the hottest person there, which is going to be pretty competitive at Coachella, because that's a, a pretty young audience. The headline is Jeff Bezos attempts to blend in. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. He looks so stupid. Uh, you know, another thing that happened at Coachella that I thought was, was interesting, you don't have to be a Frank Ocean fan to really understand it. Frank Ocean hadn't done a live show since, I think, 2016. So there was all this anticipation. Frank Ocean is playing on Sunday night, and then he's going to close the following Sunday night. Oh. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people uh, made their arrangements because they're he's, he's a huge, I don't know what his position is in Spotify. He's got to be one of the top He used to guys. be a lot bigger, yeah, but he's pretty big. Well, there was, but there was great anticipation because he hadn't played live in so long. Mm-hmm. So all these people spend all their money to get there for Sunday, or they buy their Sunday tickets, and then for the following Sunday tickets, too, this last night, what would have been Sunday night. He's number 162 in the world. Okay, so he's fallen, but he's still, because he hadn't Pretty played huge. live, there was a lot. He's, he's headlining Coachella on the final night. I mean, that's a big Pretty, deal. Big. Mm-hmm. So he has this disastrous appearance last Sunday where they the the stage had a screen across most of the stage. You could only see him in a little crack in the screen and from cameras that were back behind the screen. Okay. If you were watching the stage, you couldn't really see him. Huh. Just barely. And his back turned for a lot of the what? songs. Why? Uh, according to Justin Bieber, this is a new creative artistic thing. Justin thought except, it was a great show, but except, most people didn't. Except Biebs got busted after he said it was a great show. Did you see how he got busted? I didn't. 
pictures of him at Coachella during Frank Ocean set crashed just sleeping. <laughs> he, fell, he fell asleep during the set that he said was amazing. I thought you were going to say he fake went to Coachella like all those influencers. No, no, he was actually there. He was just <laughs> sleeping. Well, at least he wasn't crying. That's a good so, thing for him. Anyway, he was, an, he was also an hour late, Yeah, and he had to stop early because of curfew. So he didn't get to play a complete show. Then there was all this talk about how, well, he didn't do any of this stuff. He had this rehearsal that people said, how are we going to get all this done? We didn't know about this. We didn't know he was going to have 100 skaters ice on skating, an ice yeah. rink. <laughs> and he was going to have some of the skaters getting into fights and all this stuff. And so he ends up scrapping that. He scrapped some other things. So then he has this screen covering the stage, except for the crack where you can barely see him. But he is caught on the cameras backstage then there's one point, oh, also, this this is interesting, because I, I didn't get the impression this was a big complaint. They said, he only sang some of his songs live. So, I guess nowadays, it is fine to do a concert and just have your recording played. It's not a big deal. <laughs> really? I guess so. And that ticket we was Rih how much? Rihanna at the Super Bowl didn't sing. And nobody complained. Well, no one ever sings at the Super Bowl, though. No, they don't want you Yeah, to they sing. do. People sing at the Super Bowl. Who are you talking about? Chili Peppers oh, were on play. They sang. They just didn't play their instruments. Oh. Oh. I thought. Okay. And they got a lot of shit for it. Yeah. No, I remember. I mean, the rock people won't put up with it, but I, maybe in the Frank Ocean world it's okay. But I thought, well, what's the point? Why don't you just play his music and not even have Why does he have to be there? Or why doesn't he just sit at the front of the stage while they play his music so you know it's him and you're listening to his music with him? <laughs> what's the point? If he's not performing live, how is that a concert? No, oh, you're right. Ooh, I don't know. I, how much you pay for that ticket? Too? A lot. Jeez. So anyway, after this concert, which was a disaster, and his fans were pissed. They're like, wait a second. He only played so long because he was so late, and it was curfew because he was the headliner. Mm. Then I couldn't even see him, although they had cameras on him. Then they have some kid, some like 10-year-old, mouthing his recording. What? Some kid was playing piano and mouthing Frank Ocean's recording. That was when Frank Ocean wasn't singing at all. The kid was was mouthing him because it was Frank Ocean's inner child <laughs> was, was performing. Right. So deep. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Frank Ocean's inner child. <laughs> and taking the stage now. How old Frank is this? Frank Ocean's inner child. <laughs> How fucking dumb is that? There's what is so wrong dumb. with these people? So dumb. So anyway, this thing went over so badly that I think it was uh, a few days after the Sunday show, they announced that, oh, Frank Ocean's is not doing Sunday. Blink-182 is <laughs> doing it. Oh, what a relief. And so immediately people said, wait, Blink-182, that's not like a good replacement for Frank Ocean. Yeah, yeah if you like Frank Ocean... How likely are you to like Blink-182? But Blink-182, weren't they just there on Friday night, too? Yes. Yeah. So what if you bought the whole weekend? I don't know. Was, to see them twice? That's I stupid. thought it was kind of outrageous. And the interesting thing is that... Yeah, Bezos um, performed for a while. I saw a lot of people <laughs> defending him, saying, well, he really, you know, he kind of needed a break anyway, and it really didn't work out well. The first show, he was very, you know, it was really chaotic. And so, kind of like poor Frank Ocean. I'm like... Wait a second. What about the people that bought a ticket for that day to see Frank Ocean? And then because he can't get his oh. shit together, he just goes, I don't know. I mean, concerts just seem really iffy now. 
Yeah. Like if the if the performer doesn't show up, it's it's your problem. Right. Yeah. Because they need a mental health break or there was too much chaos or their their production team didn't have it together. And so, you know, of course they can't play. I mean it's not like they can just gut it out or suck it up. Oh, there's another group of fans that are livid about that too. The Morgan Wallen fans that he canceled the uh concert right after the opening act he was supposed to perform and he canceled it saying that is he lost his voice, and so he couldn't perform. The fans were fucking living. Well, yeah, about I don't it. think country fans would take it as well. I don't. I'm not sure that's as acceptable in country to just go. You know what? I don't feel good. I'm just gonna skip the next couple weeks. Well, I mean, if he's gonna come back and honor those tickets, that's way better than if he went out there and, yeah. tried, and tried to sing with no voice. I mean, that would suck, right? Yeah, well, he's really, who would know. Morgan Wallen is really hot right now, so. That might be like Taylor Swift and her audience, kind of, sort of. By the way, I saw people were speculating. I know, I guarantee you, this is not true. And if it is true, I'm really upset. Because I have a pristine image of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is perfect. She's going to have perfect kids. When she marries someone, it's going to be the perfect Taylor Swift, just like the last boyfriend looked like. Didn't he look just right for Taylor Swift? Oh, yes. She's not going to be with somebody who doesn't visually look appealing with her. Right. And so anyway, there's a rumor that, that uh, she's interested in Pete Davidson. I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 not Taylor Swift. She is not falling for that. <laughs> no way. Pete Davidson? No, I I don't know. That's what uh, the rumor was. Did you hear that, Brandon? I did not. No, the only no. thing I knew about Pete Davidson is getting into fist fights over at Knicks games. But... He shoved somebody at the Knicks game. Yeah. I got to tell you, I think I might be Team Pete on that uh, story. If you saw the video. I did see the video. He put up with that guy for a long time when he's talking to fans. Okay, is there pictures. a long video of it? Because I only saw the, the version where the guy comes up and he kind of puts his arm on him and like, hey, let's get a picture. And Pete's like, get away from me. Inside Edition, I think, or TMZ, one of them was on the screen and they had a long uh, Okay, well, let's take, a, take a look. Well, here's TMZ. I'm not on, I'm not on either team at this point, <laughs> but I will select a team. Yeah, the Knicks have become a hot ticket now, so there's Pete signing autographs. That guy's already been in like three pictures, not with his camera. Get away, dude. So he's doing it again. Pete hands those cameras back. By, by the way, it. I think we've all met people like this who aren't satisfied with one picture mm-hmm. or one T-shirt. This is or... the fifth time he puts his arm around him. Okay, I don't think you need to shove him. I mean, that was a love tap. You just kind of pushed him away a little bit. Mm. Guy was getting a little I'm on close. Team Pete. Oh, I think he was obnoxious, but... I'm totally on Pete? Team Pete. What about you, okay, Brandon? Wait, the, do the run-up again to where he comes up to him before. Re- rewind it. I think the whole thing's worth watching because he just keeps going back, going back, putting his arm around him. Once. <laughs> and I mean, I, the fact that he's in someone else's selfie is really annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why is he? I don't know. He he's already close. got a selfie, didn't he? Yeah, and now he's coming up again with his arm. Yeah, he's just really obnoxious. He's. I, I don't understand those people. He barely pushed him there. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and be Team Pete on that one. Yeah. I don't understand these people that just nothing is enough. Yeah, yeah, I got a t-shirt, but I didn't get one for my friend. My friend's not feeling well, and she couldn't make it, and uh, she needs one, too. And then 20 (laughs) minutes later, you know what? My mom is the biggest fan. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Those selfies that he was taking with those kids' cameras, I mean, aren't those kids going to be bummed out when there's this guy with an orange shirt with their arm around? No, he is not all of them. It's totally fucking stupid. What is he doing in that? Oh, God. Is there (laughs) anything new on Jamie Foxx today? Uh, yeah, Nick Cannon came out to say something about him. What he's he alert. Got? No, he's alert and that's awake. It. Yeah, that's it's, what it's he already said. R- that. Yeah. Well, Martin Lawrence said it, so I guess Nick Cannon's seconding it. 
So they have a quorum? Well, but what is what it? What does alert and awake mean? I mean, I'm alert and awake all the time. <laughs> I don't I don't know, know what that's supposed to tell me. Was um was Terry Shivo was she alert and awake? <laughs> well, that's no, a callback. She was not alert and awake. What? Ever, quite ever. She wasn't? She was awake and alert. She no, followed she that was balloon. Not. Was that her? Am I confusing I'm not people? sure many people know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I remember about. that clearly. Ghostbusters wants to thank everybody for the awesome turnout on 420. They had a great time meeting all of their local supporters, and there are going to be events going on all summer long. So we will keep you posted on when and where. In the meantime, ask for Ghostbusters at your local dispensary, small batch craft cannabis, locally caregiver-run and operated premium packaging that keeps the product fresh and available at Breeze and Hazel Park, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Dispo in, uh, in Romeo and Hazel Park, Enjoyology in Westland, and many more that's where you get ghost budsters and ask for it if you go to a dispensary and you don't see it there. And you can walk into any Lady Jane's for the award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, your girlfriend, your best bud. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. And, of course, uh, if you're... Um, you know, Britney Spears, and uh, you have a nip slip, or, you know, you've not now and never have been a client of Luke Nowacki. Not saying that your failure to consult Luke will result in Jamie Spears being named your conservator, but talking to Luke might help improve your chances of maintaining financial independence or possibly figuring out how to construct a pole barn without relying on the Am- Amish. Call 248-663-4748 for Luke. He'll give you help at any point about almost anything. Mm-hmm. And, um... You should know that securities investment advisory services are offered through Royal Lance Associates, Inc., member FINRASIPC. Royal Lance Associates is separately owned, and other entities and marketing names, products, or services are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. A quick update on the Twitter poll right now. Chinese arithmetic is winning 60% (laughs) over brick hard on which is harder. There's still about 23 hours left to vote, so we'll figure that one out. I know some uh, people, there's some comments here. Uh, mm-hmm. Chinese arithmetic seems like a boomer racist thing to say. I feel like Jack Goggins used that phrase a time or two. Jack Goggins. It really comes from Ike Turner uh, in an interview years ago. I hate Jack Goggins. Um, yeah. Someone claimed that Eli said it yesterday. Eli did not say Chinese. Did he say Chinese arithmetic yesterday? I don't know. He might have. Jack Goggins is not so him. cheap. Um, someone speculating is Jim Fouts. Another said, who's brick hard? <laughs> Another one says, uh, Craig says, math is math, but bricks are meant to last. Uh, last time I checked, arithmetic doesn't have a nationality, which okay. clearly shows he has no idea. Wait till he finds out what, what it's this about. Is about. Well, I don't even know if Dry Rub listens to the show. <laughs> and then uh, Fabapoptiva, whatever the heck that oh, great is, guy. just wrote, this cock! <laughs> so they know, oh, they know what we're talking about, yeah. <laughs> Nice. This cock. Although they, he then responded to his own tweet and said, also curious what spawned this poll in the show. So he does listen. Yeah. He knows. Excellent. He knows what's going on. you got to find out. Uh-huh. He's not fooling me. Did you vote, Brandon? I did not, but I think I'm going to vote. I think for I, what? I well, I think, I think about it. I, I, I voted, really for, I voted I for Brickhard. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because Chinese arithmetic can be solved. Just because Ike Turner had trouble with Bricks it. Bricks can be broken. Uh, I yeah, was in but karate. Harder. Yeah, but it's a lot harder, right? Did you break a brick? I did. Did and you? A, and a piece of wood. 
Oh yeah. What belt did you get to? No, I don't think I ever broke a brick. I got to yellow and did then you I really? quit. Yeah. Oh, really? They had you at breaking bricks at yellow? Uh, boards. Boards. Was that Rex Kwando? Or no, taekwondo. no, it was a local karate place. You know, it was the cool thing to do for a while. Yeah, we got it, it really, it really Dude, was. I won a big-ass trophy for best kicks in Davison once. Really? Only because I was the only kid that said, <laughs> Kia! After his third <laughs> kick. And since the other kids didn't do it, I won on a technicality. It was oh, a spirit awesome. award. Yeah. No, a it was a big... spirit award. No, it wasn't a spirit award. Where it wasn't a trophy? ninth place ribbon. It, dude, I had it for years. Where and then is the, it? And then the karate man on top broke off. And so oh, I used him. So he's had a black belt. What'd you use it for? With my GI Joes and shit. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I well, he wasn't that good of a character. His legs wouldn't bend. He was always kicking. So <laughs> what happened to the rest of the trophy? Did you toss it? No, I got left at the house when the house got abandoned. So oh, oh bummer. You could have glued it. Al didn't take it home sale. No home sale. I don't know what he would do with it. <laughs> what would you do with a busted up? I think it was prominently trophy. displayed in my bedroom though when I shared Fuck it with yeah. home sale. I was like, just so you know, I do kicks, motherfucker. Did, was it, nothing happened with him. Nothing it, weird. Was it a gold statue and the and the leg was extended? Exactly. Really? Oh, wow. wow. It's the same one probably a million kids got. Yeah. That nothing happened with him. Nothing weird. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> <was> L. <laughs> um, getting lost in all the media stories of today with um, CNN and Don Lemon and Fox News and Tucker. Um, MSNBC and NBC Universal had their own little deal as the CEO of NBC Universal. Oh wow! Had to step down for having an inappropriate relationship, I believe, with an MSNBC or CNBC news anchor, hmm. Hadley Gambles, which I have no idea what she looks like. Can you please pull her up, Brandon? I want to see what Hadley looks like. I mean, um, guess who filed the complaint about it too? Oh, Mrs. Um NBC oh, she's executive? Right no, it's filed by Hadley Gamble herself. As Ooh, she's having really? Her yeah, there she Oh, my oh, gosh. Damn. Holy cow. I've never seen she her. She dumped her and she was scorned? I've never seen Wait, her. Wait, that's him? way out of his league. Yeah. Jeff Shell. Look at that dude. With the Vulcan haircut? Yeah. That is, a, that is a Spock haircut if I've ever seen one. Wow. See, I've never seen I watch CNBC sometimes. I've never seen her before, so maybe it didn't work out nailing Jeff Shell. If she's got a, I also like after the complaint was made, they had to launch their internal investigation. Which usually those, those internal investigations, how long do you think they usually last? Mm, couple of days. Oh, you think? Okay, I I think they tend to drag on internal oh, investigation. Really? Yeah, because lawyers like to make money. And sure, sure. You got to make sure all their T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Maybe, but this one only lasted. I, I think it's at three weeks. Really? Like, oh yeah, they were nailing it. Well, after all, she's the one that filed the complaint, hmm. and now he had to step down because of his. Inappropriate relationship. Oh, he could he could go to the network that Tucker and uh, Don Lemon are going to, and Amy and uh, Oh News Nation. CJ. Yeah, I know this really would be a boon for News Nation to hire all these people. Well, they spent the money on Cuomo. I'm Cuomo. sure he wasn't cheap. They're probably going to make at least one offer to. I mean, Cuomo I and Lemon Cuomo are make, homeboys. I believe Cuomo makes about a million. Uh, right now, he'll get Don I Lemon. In he was on making that. seven at CNN, but I don't see News Nation going after Tucker. I think Tucker's going to do really. Yeah, I think that Tucker will get like a Rumble or a Daily Wire type of offer. He worked at CNN I, before, though. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah, he did the um, the show right where there was a left, yeah. someone on the left, someone on the right, Crossfire. I want to say yeah, maybe it was called Crossfire. Yeah, but um, Don Lemon though. Remember when <clears throat> when Chris Cuomo got let go, Don said this. One of the kindest people I know on this planet. So he's calling him up today going, hey man, you got any room yeah, for me over at News Nation? But he sucks. He's not going to bring How about me any, and Robach? He's not going to bring any viewers. But, but, but um Tucker, well, I'm really intrigued to see what, where he goes and what he does. I mean, if he's going to do anything that's not in a network, you got to believe he's going to have to have ownership of it. 
Right. You know, look at Glenn Beck when he left. Yeah, he started that's the Blaze. That's what I'm saying. Glenn that's Black, been a wild success. But then Bill again, Bill O'Reilly's making more is, money. Is he though? Because that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The opposite of Glenn Beck is Bill O'Reilly. No, no Bill O'Reilly he, has a huge podcast. Yeah, does he? Okay, he yes. does. It doesn't make a lot of news. His his podcast doesn't, so you don't hear about it a sure. lot. But he's got subscribers. He's got people that buy everything from okay. him. Okay, I didn't know that. He sells so much shit. I mean, it's like he's got a book every three days. And he's got, well, the, last he I looked, it. he had all these levels of podcast people. I mean, it seems like you pay for everything. Yeah. I, I, like I suspect the, he's making a lot of money. I, I don't like his know. his books. His books were always good. We'll do it live. But you know, um, what was interesting is when, when Bill O'Reilly was booted out of Fox... People we'll do it Fox, live. Oh my God, Fox is in trouble now. Bill O'Reilly's gone because he was he was the best guy on Fox. Yeah, Absolutely. He, sure. However, he treated his staff. I'm I'm not saying that's okay, or I'm just saying, irrespective of that, he had a good show, and it was very popular. And I don't think people dreamed that Tucker Carlson would be able to improve on it. Now I don't know what they have in the farm system. They probably know. I mean, I imagine they said they're going to have a rotating group of people replacing him, so they'll try to figure out. I think that dude that's the on in the is, afternoons. Sean Hannity does well. Afternoons has the best chance to jump. Who? Jesse Waters? Yes. I would think they would just plug Jesse Waters in that spot. And he that's would, what I he think. Would do just as good. What a big vacuum! I watch it enough to know. In uh, in entertainment, because uh, James Corden is also leaving in the next couple of days too. So it's. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> who is taking who is taking his place? I don't know. <laughs> they have they, they have that same <laughs> rotating group of people. But who is show. who's up in the rotation? I'm just kind of trying to think in. I, you know what? I, I would. There's got. If you Google it, who's, who's replacing gonna, James Corden? Somebody will come who's up. Who's going to do the Daily Show too? Is there already somebody picked for the Daily? Show? I thought Chelsea Handler was going to get it. Oh really? Uh, Late Show with James Corden getting replaced by what does it say? I don't see. I, I, I can't believe there aren't candidates. I cannot believe no one is speculating because he's been he's been talking about leaving for a yeah, month. Forever. They, that they seems like a know. year. You know what's weird about James Corden? I liked him for the longest time. Lila! Until you find out he's mean. Until that omelet situation. Well, well, the omelet thing sounded ridiculous. Like, only an asshole mm -hmm. acts like that. I mean, it was so over the top. I thought, like, if somebody had a bad day, when they... Uh, no, that was not so like someone having a bad day. That was like someone being a complete fucking dick. Right. Then I just started rethinking some things about him, and I just... I don't know. He's... There, there's did a lot of people on, that don't like him. Did you watch him on CBS Sunday morning, the big interview with him? No. Yeah. I found him to be annoying. Yeah. And, and honestly, kind of, kind of phony. I think he's really... I that's, think what, he, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, that I think he's not right. that nice. Yeah, I, think he, I think he is phony, and I think he's angry because he's fat. <laughs> I do. Well, we all I are. mean, I think he's a good host. He's good at what he does, but I think he deep down, I think he's pissed because he's fat. I think he thinks he's supposed to be hotter. <laughs> <laughs> you can make that's, all this money. That's my analysis. That's my psychoanalysis. He's not happy about being fat. Mm. And if he ever loses the weight, watch out. Oh, my God. Watch out. I'm so, telling you, it's going to be a disaster. It's like a Coburger situation. If I were his wife, I would be injecting fat into him nightly to make sure. If he went on a diet, I would just inject fat into him nightly. I would GHB him and inject fat into him, just like I wanted to GHB that intern to put bleaching, bleaching trays in her mouth because she had yellow teeth. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> that God. was a brilliant idea. She would have been so much cuter. Went, well, oh, my God. I passed out, but look at my teeth. <laughs> Whoa. I think she would have been happy. Yeah, definitely. I did, it she wasn't going to do anything evil. I just wanted to put bleaching trays in her mouth. <laughs> so the replacement for James Corden is, according to Deadline, 
is going to be the old Comedy Central show at midnight. Do you remember that show at all? No. With, um, I want to say, oh, who's the guy that, Chris Hardwick, the guy that got in trouble. Oh, yeah. He used to host that show, and it was like this game show with a comedy panel. People. This sounds like a bad idea already. The show did really well for Comedy Central, and I, I guess that sounds What's like. What's really well, though, for Comedy Central? Well, is what happened really to well Tosh? For, Why can't Col- Tosh? Colbert's going to produce it because, you know, he's got that late night slot before it. Uh, is Hardwick going to be on it? I don't know. It's a good question. Wait, why was Chris Hardwick was he, was he me too or something? Yeah, he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, he, he got was over also that. mean. But everybody got over it. Oh yeah, he didn't suffer any any okay. issue really. I mean, just well, he got kicked off of what the the Nerdist after he sold it, right? Didn't he get kicked off of there? Yeah, I think uh, the Tucker the Tucker situation is really interesting. The Don Lemon one lesser, no, because yeah. Don Lemon there's nothing going to what's nothing's funny been about, interesting about Don Lemon. What's funny about Don Lemon is that he's going to find out that he's not as cool as he thinks he is. He's not as brilliant and as desired as he thinks he is. He should already know that. Yeah, based on his audience, but he's not self aware. But I think he's going to expect that. Uh, well, let let the offers come in. Just bring the offers this way, and I'll make my decision. Uh, he and Tucker Carlson are not going to be offered seven million or twenty million, but I think if News Nation was smart, well, this is a tough one. News Nation, if they could come up with twenty million for Tucker Carlson, they could probably have him. But are they willing to take that chance? Can he really move all those people to News Nation? They're not going to spend twenty million on him. No, I don't think they are. But I think they, if they wanted to really roll the dice, if they want to be a big player, mm-hmm. that would be the guy to start with. Without so a doubt. could they somehow come up with that money and and see if they could make it work? Or, I don't know. I mean, does it depend on Mike Lindell? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lindell is in every commercial break on Fox. I guess if you get Mike Lindell to buy advertising, maybe you could have him. Why don't they just put and him gold, on the show? Don't forget gold. Why don't they, wait, why don't they just have Mike Lindell pay Tucker Carlson directly? <laughs> well, maybe he'll the middleman. Maybe he'll launch his sponsors podcast. Well, he's got Mike TV. Haven't you seen Mike Lindell's TV? Maybe he'll just hire Tucker. Oh. What is Mike TV? It's, it's the worst. It's that's his, terrible. That's his thing. You've never seen it? No. Right, and we pull up some Mike TV. <laughs> what do you mean, Mike TV? You know, you know the the times when we were doing Zoom and uh, you'd be like, uh, "Is this thing on?" There's a lot of that that happens. What is it on Mike Lindell what is TV? Mike, what is Mike Just, TV? It's like his YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> what does he talk about? He covers election fraud. He covers yes. information. Yes. yes. Do a lot of people watch it? Is it Pillow Talk? By the way, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Please. Because I'm about to find out that Mike TV has way more subscribers than we do, and it's going to make me really unhappy. So I, I like don't to know think if of you subscribing. Day. Oh, whatever. I think okay. he, I think I don't he care. does it I, at will. It's just so fucking stupid. God, the world is dumb right now. It's so <laughs> dumb. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is pretty dumb. It's not dumb. just me, is pretty it? pretty dumb. Uh, and, you know... I, can, I really can relate to, uh, I mean, on a much smaller level, that is a really weird position when you're in a great job like Tucker Carlson and all of a sudden it's over and you have to decide, okay. And same with uh, Amy Robach and TJ. They were high-paid people on Good Morning America. I mean, they'd really reached probably the top of what they do, the top of their profession. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, whoosh, nope, you like this dick too much, you're out. <laughs> And you got to stop nailing chicks in here. You're out. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, well, I got to just get, uh, just find something that pays me the same and I'm good. And it's like, no, I don't think so. 
I think you're going to have to really set your sights a little lower. I've heard that before. That's humiliating. I know. And after 105.1, I remember that very feeling like, uh, where now? <laughs> and it was actually WLLZ. Yeah. And the problem was they didn't want to pay me that much. It was still a good, it was still a good paycheck, but I just felt like I'd rather make less in my basement <sighs> than, than be beat you know, down I'd rather day. just see, I mean, who knows what could come of this. It would not this. have been beat down every day. No, I can say that. I can vouch for that. No, no, I wasn't going to get beat down, but no, hell no. I just thought, okay, get up. If and anything, you'd be hours. adored. Aw. No, they, no, they would have been cool. I, I work. Yeah. I, I'm an employee of WLC in good standing. <laughs> oh, I'm on the I'm weekends sorry. there, I'm, seven and nine. I meant from 105.1, just being beat down every day. Oh yeah, well that was. What, you didn't yeah, like those was, weekly meetings with? Oh yeah, those are great. The program They're director so who didn't wear shoes. <laughs> no, I wish he should have just done the show. Shoes. He knows so much. He knew he so much. Popcorn. He didn't wear he shoes. He is the better of the two. <laughs> he thought he was like Rick Rubin. Oh, my God. Was, I don't know what he's Which one was that? That was the oh, first one. Don't tell me. The first one. I, I remember. Which was the better one? Mark was right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, a, that was a weird. That was so weird. And honestly, you know what? I'm getting triggered every time I hear uh, Maz and Ryan talking about the draft or I hear 97.1 talking about the draft. I'm triggered. I'm, I'm back at 105.1 thinking how much I hate intensive Endless talk about the draft when nobody knows. Yeah. You don't know. And today, I heard Carson Anderson talking about possible fifth and sixth round picks for the Lions. <laughs> what? Yes, I swear what? to God. Okay, they don't you want him to re- list like thirty people and see if they get any of them right? Like, just name thirty people, and I'll be shocked if the Lions take either any. I of them. should start writing down when they talk about lower draft picks. I should start writing their names down just to see if any of them come true. But first of all, no one has seen these guys play. When you're talking about some, you know, second receiver for West Virginia or some guy yeah, Fresno Toledo, State, yeah, it's like nobody's <laughs> seen them play. No one knows who you're talking they about. They have. I, I, I don't think they know what they're talking about when they're talking about a fifth or sixth round pick. They're working off somebody else's information. Exactly. And who's the big draft guru, Mel Kuyper? He gets, gets, what, 26 out of 32 wrong last year. Or McShay, yeah. Or how many first round (laughs) picks are there, 32? I think he had six right, so yeah. Six right. His career is picking... The NFL draft. Players. Yeah. And he gets like 18% is his rate in the first round. He's like the a radio round, consultant. <laughs> yeah. In the second round, he probably gets two out of 32 right, if that. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I mean, can you imagine people having a mock draft for the fifth round or the sixth round? Oh no one get, God, would get no. anything right. No. So. Are you going to do it again since, uh, you know, the whole thing went down? Do what? Oh, now that Aaron Rodgers is traded? Yeah, that, well, that another, totally oh, shakes things up. everything, Trudy. Our last mock draft is obsolete right now. Yeah, We're going to have, yeah. have another one. It's true. Since Friday's news, are you going <laughs> to? Another one on Thursday. No, but it, it's really hard when you're, you know, you're older and you're without a job and the phone doesn't ring like it used to ring. And when it does ring, there's not as much money at the other end as there used to be. And it's uh, very humbling. But... <laughs> It kind of made it an easy choice in a way, because it's like, well, if you if you can be your own boss, and you don't have an FCC to worry about, and you know you have all these other good luck with the podcast. I just have to walk downstairs. I don't have to get up at four thirty in the morning. I mean, there's all those other things, and so you kind of try to rationalize it that way. But but then it worked. So I don't know. It's pretty weird. Yeah. That was a pretty. We were talking about 2016. Uh, I was talking to Blind Mike. 
Blind Mike Geary? Yeah. You know him, Brandon. I do. From Who Are These Socials? I know and, of him. And we're talking about podcasting in 2016 and just how nobody knew what the fuck it was and how frustrating it was. Right. Except everything moves so fast now that I think, I guess in the back of my mind, I thought, no, this is definitely going in the right direction. Because if you looked at graphs on how many people listen to a podcast, like they'll, they'll, they'll do a survey on how many people listen to a podcast once a week, once a month, mm. by age, and so on. And it was getting to the point where it was about 15%. Mm-hmm. But that's still like one out of six people that used to listen to <laughs> you easily can now. Yeah. But it was on in the up and up, and now it's like 60%, I think. I mean, it's really closing in on the amount of people that listen to radio. It's not that far off. Huh. And there is a loyalty, too. And it's easier. I mean, yeah. people, the, the, whole, the whole problem of, what time is the podcast on? <laughs> that's a that's now a bonus because people can listen anytime and listen whenever right. the hell they want. And so it really is it's much more user friendly, but but originally people didn't feel that way. I don't know, isn't it weird when you find someone who watches live television? Isn't that weird? Oh yeah, I watch uh I watch this on Monday night at eight and I watch this on I mean there are people that still do that. I cannot stand watching. I can't do TV it that I way. I cannot do it. Serialized way. Oh, it's awful. Like M C I S with Gibbs. <laughs> and they still get I mean, when you see the weekly top 20 shows, I mean, those are people generally watching them live, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Did you watch the documentary on Smash <laughs> that someone sent in? Yes, I did. No. It was pretty cool, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> it was interesting. It wasn't bad. It, I, I'll tell you this. It was interesting, but I think Smash's favorite thing in life is Smash. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I really laughed when I saw that. The poster for Adam Smasher, yeah. except it was A T O M, and it had yeah. a big Adam, and then Smasher. Smash is a cool name. I have to yeah. admit, I do like the name. Adam so is a he. cool A T O M. Is yeah, I, I don't I'll know smash, if he always used A T O M. My favorite part of that documentary yeah. was when he described the difference between um, what's his real name, Ben Ruby. What's his first Asher Ben Ruby? The difference between Asher Ben Ruby and Smash. <laughs> <laughs> when people expect Smash is just a different side It's just so annoying it's like, They wait. were the official tailgate band for the 98-99 Cardinals Yeah When yeah. he was at KSD in St. Louis Because oh, well, they brought him back Which is like a homecoming oh, What was the band saying? Uh, oh, oh shit oh, Okay, I got, I'm, I'll cue it up It's it's so Don't even tell me it's not worth it <laughs> Trudy, you're going to love this no, I'm, I'm not I, even I know, I'm, I'm really <laughs> It's so worth it The anticipation it. is yeah, watching a, watching a radio documentary about somebody, there's something just so, I, I don't know. I, I cannot believe. <laughs> I can't quite describe what goes through my head. I could not believe when he was at Keishi that the station across the street hired his best friend and they put their <laughs> friendship on hold so they could compete. That was a quote. Yeah, it was J.C. Corcoran. <laughs> yeah, J.C. Corcoran, that was when, when we auditioned Zip and I, J.C. Corcoran was across the street. Yeah. Did you put your friendship on hold so you could compete? We didn't have a friendship to put what? on hold, so it worked out pretty well. <laughs> he was it was only lasted a week, too. He was so unpaid. mad that they hired his friend. He didn't mention the fact that they brought in someone to audition for him when he was on no, vacation. I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, you know what? In the in the little doc on Smash, yeah. there was a picture of McCasey. Carl the intern was in the picture. Did you see the guy that looked like he I, was three? 
Yeah. Or 13 or yeah, 14. Yeah, that was yeah, Carl the that. intern, who That's is still funny. Carl the intern. So did you have that moment that, dude, I know that guy. Yeah. I know that guy. I will get that guy for one week. <laughs> I cannot find Carl the intern was not friendly at first. He was very smash. He was Stand loyal to smash. Yeah. What are you looking for, Mark? By the end the of the week, though, I think he was kind of. You had him. him. We were getting him. I think we are pulling him in. I had him. And then, I got it right here. Where is it at? Okay. Where you want me to go? And the U-Man, too. I think the U-Man, I think we sucked him in with Stump the Staff. So do you think they were mean to the next guys who came in? or No, because they were hired permanently. And then U-Man got the job. U-Man was on probation when we did this because of that stupid FCC violation. (laughs) That the competition was so offended by what he did, they Um, made a complaint and it stuck. Is this the KC commercial here? of 88 he debuted on kc 95 in st louis what do you do when you're new in town the top morning guy leaves and your ratings take a dive 94.7 fm and listen 710 thursday morning for your chance to win 10 grand we're looking for somebody oh, that's cool uh, very that's a good take high profile it doesn't uh, take skill to give away ten thousand dollars that's not like it was his idea there's, there's call there's call there's call you men you men Really? Human! Human looks like Rick Riley. Doesn't he? He does, yes. All right, go to, I think, minute 448. By uh, the way, that, that comment from, is it Rick Bayless? Oh, wait, here's where they put their comp, their, um, their, their friendship, friendship on hold. hold. Yeah, no, this is very really important. Cool. This is really There are 100 guys they could have brought Just in. Just close to home. My best friend to go up against me. As far as friendship uh, was concerned, uh, in all honesty, looking back on it now, we just kind of like put it on hold <laughs> and competed. He would move around what? the next few years. Wait, it's so I guess like you lost the competition. <laughs> yeah, apparently you lost your job. The roller coaster. In October 1997, KSD called and Smash headed back to St. like a homecoming. <laughs> it was like coming back to your hometown. It's like when sports radio hired me. The one constant the in his work life Here we go. has been the Smash Smash Man! And uh, Smash Band, our slogan is bring in the party. We bring in the party. Bring in the party. Doing so ever since. Ah. There's no in one 1998, the official tailgate party band for the St. Louis Rams. Smash also <laughs> created the team's theme song. Got to go to two Super Bowls with him. Go. Gotta go, go to work. Wait, wait, pause it. Some of his bring in the party and go to gotta go to work. That doesn't make sense. Hey, he won Super Bowls, Mark. He got to. They got to go to two Super Bowls. Is he implying that they paid his way? I think they were the official tailgate band, Mark. Yeah. They had to. They had no choice. Come on, Mark. They were on the payroll. I didn't know that. Okay. In 19- he probably got a ring, too. The Smash he got to band sing with the Blues Brothers, too. party band for the St. Louis Rams. Smash also created the team's theme song. Got to go to two Super Bowls with them. Big blessing in my life. Some of his greatest moments, sharing the stage with his favorite idols, Dan Aykroyd, John Mellencamp, and Clarence Clemens. Wait, those what three are his idols? That's a weird yeah, trio. I, I feel Clarence like they're, Clemens? They're, Wait, they're did, they join, did, did they decide, let's get three people on stage that are your idols, and then they pick the three people, or did he just happen to be asked to go on stage with those three people who happened to be his three idols? I think they became his idols because he got to be on stage with them. <laughs> and they were nice to him. I'm very suspicious of that idol choice. He looks better without hair, by the way. You like the bald yeah, instead of the jerry look, curl? Well, he had that giant afro, and it looked kind of weird. Danny McBride. He credits most of his success to his wife of 36 years. Aww. I wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for her being the anchor at the, at the house. Oh. My dad's anchor always the been house. the guy that smashes the anchor. takes care of his own. He does anchor what's right by his family. <laughs> I understand that uh, when my time is up, <laughs> Judy didn't like that. that. may not be remembered. 
And oh, she makes me a sandwich. Yeah, I anchored to the and house, and she liked it. While I was here, I she's literally attached to an anchor, so she can't leave because the Smash Man's got to go out and play, man. They got to bring the party. Who else is gonna do it? <laughs> okay, since we're smash, watching videos, Smash Smash. Uh, Brandon, could you uh, bring up the video of the 18-year-old who was arrested for pulling people over in his new BMW? There's some nice hair too. That's his son, I think. Oh, that's Smash's kid? Or a grandson. Oh, his wow. son was on Parker Lewis. Oh, that was a great show. No, I that's... love Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Was it pa- yeah, wasn't Parker Lewis? Wasn't he a background character? Yeah, Parker he was one of the guys in his head, wasn't he? This kid. <laughs> I'm so, I don't know if it's so that confused. kid. No, Asher, no, I don't know who that no guy is. Smash's son was on the show. Yeah. Yeah, they showed a picture. I don't know if that's of his son or his grandson. It's probably his grandson. But um anyway. This 18-year-old uh, was interviewed by Channel 7 about because he says that he didn't really do this. He uh-huh. didn't pull people over in his BMW, which apparently had police lights, and apparently he did. Oh, he, he's alleged to have pulled people story, over. Yeah, he's in Waterford. the idiot who pulled yeah. the, the cop over? Yes, he pulled I mean, a cop f- over. Female, yeah. And so I, I'm not following his logic in this interview. I don't think he should have given this interview. I'm just he, saying. Are you, are you going to say that he's straining to do some explaining? Yes. Okay. I would say it's not straining to say that he's straining to do some explaining. <laughs> okay, great. I, I bought an, a government auction vehicle, and it had red flashing lights in the front of it. So she A BMW, or you took it off the, the other vehicle and put him on your BMW? Oh. No, it was, it was on the auction vehicle that I bought. Full disclosure: I had a police uh, vehicle once. So really, a BMW that must have been pretty cool. No, it was a, it was one of the Suburbans or Tahoes. It was, it was no, Tahoe. I, I did, thought it was, did the lights come with it? No. Oh, he hmm. took those. Well, I thought it was interesting that the reporter said, "Did you take them off the car and put them on the BMW?" Almost like she knows something. <laughs> do BMWs typically are they used as police cars? No. In Germany, maybe. Okay, I'm, I'm already questioning that first answer, but anyway. And which which vehicle is that? The Explorer or the BMW? Uh, it's it's not here. Okay. So you not took here. the lights off of a vehicle that you purchased and put them well, on the BMW, but no, why? The BMW was bought like that. He already but said why, that. why turn lights on, red and blue lights, and pull anybody over? <laughs> you weren't ready for that? Miles an hour. But you're not the police. Wait, wait, wait. What did he say? Hold on. Rewind. She's going 100 miles an hour. She was going 100 miles an hour? Because she was going 100 miles an hour. But you're not the police. How does he know? Right? You're not law enforcement. I do. Does he have a police gun? Why do that? That's illegal. He's got a speed gun. It was my mistake, and it's never going to happen again. Obviously. Oh my God! Have you done it before? No, I haven't. You're right. So why do it now? She was going 100. You thought you were saving people? Possibly. She was going 100 (laughs) miles an hour. So why didn't you call 911? Was his radar gun calibrated? (laughs) <laughs> Look how long he takes to answer. He's got such a smug smile. Dude. He knows he's no, up shit creek. You just decided you were going to just take it upon yourself to be the police and make a traffic stop. No, I wasn't making a traffic stop. So why yes, did you take did. off from her? Why did you leave her once you found out she was law enforcement? Because she chased me. How could she chase you when she's sitting there? Because you pulled when her the over. Real, <laughs> when the real police catch up to you, though, why did you take off trying to... Well, why were you trying to take your license plate off? <laughs> mm. This is later Smile's on. Smile's starting to disappear. He's trying to think that Why one. were you trying to take your license plate off? Dead air. Boy. You don't have an answer for that? What a if you were doing some good deed, why did you try to <laughs> evade the law and take your license plate off? 
<laughs> He's gone mute. <laughs> I'm mute. You didn't know? Why did you run from law enforcement on foot? I didn't. They said you took off on foot and they had to chase you. No, I didn't. <laughs> so tell us about your arrest. How did, that, how did it go down in your, in your eyes? I walked up to them and they tackled me. You walked up you to walked them? walked up to them and they just and tackled, they tackled them. So okay. why, why, actually, the car? why activate the red and blue lights, though? I didn't. I, I didn't know that they were on the vehicle. No, oh, why really? activate them? I didn't know they were on the vehicle. Oh, you, just, you didn't so know they were flashing? just on all the time. Yeah. You just were just driving around with flashing blue and red lights. Great <laughs> question. Vehicle. I thought you said you bought it like that. I, 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 I did. You bought the BMW like that with the red and blue lights on it. And I didn't know it was on there. <laughs> but, they, but they were on. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Well, yeah, it's... That's a good thing to you say. You realize a lot of people think you're... Hmm. Up to no good. People think You're I'm a rapist and I'm going to go rape No, no, they don't. No, no, no they that. think you pull people really? over the police car. Well, why do what you Fake did? Fake police car. Allegedly. Why? Is he high? It's my first How day. How long have you owned that vehicle? One day. A couple months. Oh. And you, just, never you don't even know how to turn the lights on or off. Or you never they noticed. Just, they just stay on when you're driving around and you've never been stopped. Before. It's crazy. Yep. Why don't you show us? Can you show the car's currently in the impound. It has a hold on it. That's a different silver BMW up yeah. front? Yeah, I have like four four BMWs. Ooh! Ooh. Um, <laughs> your mom doesn't mind you staying here with your four BMWs? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? There's not much space around here. Wow. Well, I mean, they're in different spots. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you work? Of course. What, what do you do? <laughs> Just line of work. What line of work? Law enforcement. <laughs> Do you work at an auction lot? I mean, no influencer. Okay. How do you get? Four? I wouldn't like to release that information. Okay. Oh, you're doing something illegal. Well, what do you say to people who are like, th this man was appeared to be crazy, appeared to be doing something um, that might scare <laughs> a lot of motorists. Dead air. He says. Oh yeah, sure. He says nothing. Is that the end of the story? That's it. It ends right there. That was a great Dead interview. Air. I think that's going to oh help Oh, my God. Him. She is amazing. I, <laughs> I love that great. line. Of I love the way she acted as if his answers were real Legit. when she <laughs> went on to the next question. <laughs> but, then, but then she brought it back, though. Yes. She really... She called him on his bullshit. Yeah. So is Which... this a guy just pulling over women <laughs> because they're women? Probably. Hey, that girl was doing 100, Mark. He might have saved lives, okay? Actual audio yeah, pulling her over. All right, freeze! You're under arrest for public display of a boner. Oh, that would be him. People complain about the bystander effect where nobody does anything. This guy was doing something! I know, yeah. I know. He yeah. wasn't going to stand for someone driving 100. <laughs> and I don't know how he knew she was going 100. I know, I want a speed gun check. Maybe he did have a speed gun in his <laughs> police he did. car. But you um, have to be standing still, don't you? Yeah. You have to yeah, be, sure, have to, like... Wait, it sure seems like Something was going on with those police lights coming for another car, doesn't it? Because she referenced an Explorer. And yeah, right. Yeah. How does he have four BMWs? Can Channel 7 please talk to him again? Doesn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he's and got your mom's four cool BMWs. if you're having four BMWs at her house where you live. <laughs> Why does he have four BMWs? You know, he that's doesn't. Funny. When people his age, he's only 18, but, you know, every time I see one of these influencer stories, mm. um, who was it? Was it Dallas Cameron? It was. I'm still going back to the stupid Dallas Cameron series, who was an influencer, basically, because he was hot, and 13-year-old girls loved him. Mm. It was the coolest thing in the world because he got really rich because he had, what, 50 million followers or something like that? And so they started doing 
was it ManCon or what was that thing they did, Mark, where they meet toured the greet. world? MagCon. Meet Mag and greet. Con. Yeah. That's right. Meet and greet con, basically. Yeah, they, they made a business out of meeting and greeting 13-year-old girls. They were the MagCon boys. So they'd show up, and they would play loud music, and they would dance and take off their shirts, and, and these girls would go, woo! And they'd pay like 20 bucks, and then they would get a selfie with them. Uh-huh. So it was really, they didn't do anything. I mean, they didn't do any, there was no stand-up, there was selfie. no music, there was well, no they, nothing. They, it was just so stupid. Them. But the girls all wanted to, to, they wanted to pay the 20 bucks because they were so into these guys. And once you're following one of these people and they have a platform, <laughs> even if it's just for being hot, when they go, hey, me and uh, these other five hot guys are going to be in your town in Germany on this date. And so everyone, they, they all were like sold out. It was crazy. Wow. I mean, just stupid. This is really before, this is probably 2018 or 19. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> on the tour, I guess after about three months, she had an emotional breakdown because it freaked him out that all these 13-year-olds were coming to see him for no reason mm. other than the fact that they liked his picture. Oh, so boy. He had to take a mental health break. He had an like, existential crisis. It was like a pre-mental health break, mental health break. Wow. And then he got over it. <laughs> I bet. It was money. Oh, my God. But those guys, what I was going to say was... All these influencer guys, and one of them was from this small town in Indiana, and they had a clip of, I think it was Dallas, and him visiting this guy's parents in this probably 1,200-square-foot home they'd worked their whole lives for. Meanwhile, they both had mansions in California. I mean, just fucking mansions in, like, Calabasas or somewhere. And the friend whose parents were living in this tiny house, he had, like... um, Three Ferraris, you know, two Maybachs, uh, a Rolls Royce. I mean, it was ridiculous. The guy had like 10 cars. I swear to God. And they were all luxury cars. And they're just lined up outside his house. It was so dumb. It's like, why do you have all those cars? And in fact, I saw Kim Kardashian had like a parade of her cars last week. Oh, really? Like a North Korean military parade? That's what it looked like because they're all gray. Oh, really? They're all the same color. And they were all, like, paraded Stupid. around her driveway. I have no fucking idea why. Over th- what, $3.8 million car. I thought it was more than that. Don't people get but sick But they're all the same color. Ridiculously rich people just flaunting shit. Yeah. Does yeah. anyone how ever many, get mad about that? How many cars do you need? They're all the same color. Does she drive, too? Or did people Probably drive? She, I don't yeah. think she drives. I think you said she has two drivers. She's a woman. What's, uh, what's, okay. But I, it was hard for me not to think that these dudes who were going on MagCon, I just had a feeling they might regret buying all these really, really, really expensive cars all at the same time someday when right. they maybe Have wish they? they had a little more money. What, what are Those they doing don't now? Pre- I don't know. I don't know what happened to Dallas Cameron. Is Marcus Dallas Cameron still I'll, a thing? I'll check him out. <laughs> he, I don't know. Of course, he started his recording career around 2025. That's his first oh. LP. Oh, LP, and, huh? Yeah, and actually he had a, it wasn't a big hit. It probably reached 82 on the Billboard ah, charts or something, and it was terrible. Face. It was awful. <laughs> he was on uh, Broadway in the Mean Girls uh, musical, apparently. Oh, he's gone into acting, has yeah. he? Yeah. He's trying to go into modeling. And then uh, in 2020, he put out his first album, like you said. So, uh, oh, he, then he struggled with addiction. So that happened. Yeah, what was he addicted to? <laughs> he struggled. I didn't picture him as being creative enough to become addicted to something. This he seemed 20, like such a dud. 2019, he announced <laughs> on social media that for the past two and a half years, he'd been struggling with addiction, depression, and family trauma. Aww. Addiction to what? 
I'm looking. I'm reading. Family Depression Trump. from what? <laughs> Being him. Yeah, he was really, something really started to bug him. And honestly, I understand. He was showing up at these stupid little venues with a thousand screaming 13-year-olds who would all be like almost crying when they met him. He was like the the ultimate Tiger Beat star, and they because they follow him, they live for his every post, his every picture. The guy gets a haircut, and it's giant news to these girls. Oh my God, Cameron got a haircut! Oh God! <laughs> Check out that two hundred dollar haircut. And then then he he just set the platform on fire one day, showing off his new tattoo. Which was a f- which was fake. What he revealed it was fake, and the whole I mean, I, the entire following almost got a, had a heart attack, a collective heart attack <laughs> among thirteen year old girls. I mean, the dude's twenty eight now. Yeah. So uh, he's got to be getting a real job soon. I uh, might no. have had a lot stored up. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of money. I mean, it li- for some of these people now, this never used to happen where people make all this money when they're 19 or 20 and then it's sort of all downhill after that because you can't be a hot influencer till you're 70. Right. Is, That's uh, not going to work. 20, he has almost 26 million <laughs> followers on Instagram. Still? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how grown many... up now. He can bang them. I wonder how many <laughs> likes he gets compared to five years ago. Well, let's see. There's the... Uh... His title is God Has a Plan. See, he used to look so innocent and fresh oh, scrubbed. Now he looks, looks like he's kind of rowdy. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little skeevy. You're right. <laughs> Here's the first comment is, why are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> Read some more comments. I've never seen a dude influencer um, section. So it's just him in a car. Oh, I love that face. Dumb haircut. And a oh. stupid dog. Stupid Fuck haircut. his dogs and you his beard. You are a pretty fairy boy among flowers. <laughs> See, people are jealous of 19-year-olds with lots of money. (laughs) Oh, someone eating something? That's. I love you. You're so cute. Can you please follow my account? (laughs) And the answer is no. No, I won't give you what I have. Oh, look at that picture. These people are also, I mean, this sounds really stupid, but they're incredibly powerful because if they give you a follow... Huh. That's like, oh my God, I just got all these new followers. Cameron Dallas followed me. Oh. So they're very powerful. Oh, they're drinking water. Oh, cool. very healthy is to stay hot. Huh. Oh, that's uh. that was the funniest post. He spit out the water. <laughs> 26 million followers. Holy crap. God, what qualifies for hilarious now is really... <laughs> That's a bar is so low. Oh, look at his Maybach. Oh, yeah, he's going to get, is he going to get in his Maybach? Yeah, Look at that. He has fucking... Trudy, that was indoor. Is that an elevator? Is he Maybach on an elevator? I, I, it looks just like... It looks like a garage door that looks like a castle moat opening. It's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Look at that shit. Oh, my awesome. God. Is that incredible? Wish I was Cameron Dallas. Wish I was that hot. I, I got a huge pullman. Is that loving, really his? I mean... I wonder if it is a, an elevator. It's got a... Look at the license plate. Though. I'm loving the long hair, Cameron. <laughs> Does he live in Europe? Uh, probably. Picture six, I'm going to save. It's so cute. Oh, boy. Oh, how Check annoying. out my vacation. Nobody There's... wants to see your vacation. Bran, can you pick his hottest picture, and I want to see what his, uh, his um, let's see, it's not What's a boner a army. His vagina army <laughs> has to say about his hottest picture. <laughs> Bran thinks that picture's hot because he picked it. <laughs> Get a room of that picture, Brandon. What a hot he's body. The, he's the captain. 
This guy who's like, hey, what, you got a hot body. <laughs> you got a hot body. So sexy. <laughs> Jesus. How many likes and stuff does that? He gets have? like half a million on some. <laughs> okay. Half a million. Half a million likes. people like his nine millionth post. <laughs> Ridiculous. Not all of them. I mean, some of them he only gets twenty eight thousand. Oh God, it's terrible. Ah, he looks pensive. Does he have a kid now? Is he just doing family life? Right, but that'll hurt his female following. Right? He's making out with a chick there. Oh, is that his wife? It's this bitch with my man. <laughs> really? Oh, uh, we finished the spots, Trudy. Um, um, I don't think we did, Doctor Roche. Is look he at, on today? Look at this one. He should be. Yeah. Look at this one. Oh, your happy trail. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How about NordVPN? Did you do that? No, okay. I did not. Can you do those two? Happy trail. That's not a happy trail. That's, That's kind of the been... definition of a happy trail. No, it isn't. Yeah, the hair that goes from your belly button down to your balls. Oh, well, I, thought, I thought you have to be ripped to have a happy trail because you have to be happy about it. I want to get um, I want to get Robert, uh, is it Ziedemann? Ziedemann? Ziedemann. Ziedemann. Uh-huh. Ro- I'm going to get Robert Ziedemann, Ziedemann. to do his forensic Ziedemann. work to find out how many times Brandon goes back to that hot picture of oh, Cameron Dallas. On. You're the one that watched the documentary. I never watched Chasing Dallas. I know, but you picked You've a seen picture. seen it like nine times. You were asked to pick out a hot picture of da- Cameron Dallas, and you went right to that one. I mean, you <laughs> swan-dived to that picture. I've never seen anyone click something so fast. Well, I just clicked the first one with a shirt off. I mean, it was logic. <laughs> you didn't notice the happy trail. Uh, NordVPN. <laughs> that was a comment. I read it. <laughs> if you want to look stuff up, uh, like uh, Chasing Dallas, you could you could do it with NordVPN because they protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers, and they allow you to upgrade your internet. They protect you on the internet, unparalleled browsing security, and protection from hacking of personal data, and also you can get YouTube Premium and Disney Plus, Netflix, etc., all for cheaper prices than in the U.S., should get your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use it to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. Every purchase, two-year plan, will receive uh, four bonus months on top of it all. So check that out at NordVPN. And April is the time for tightening up the ship, getting the abs tighter, waist smaller, legs less cellulite and breasts boosted. Dr. Rush's office are ready for anything. Gravity and dereliction from your gym time has left you. Not liking what you see in the mirror? For April, they're focusing on Evolve treatments. Six Evolve treatments to tighten those trouble areas on your body or and Virgue treatments for cellulite. Check out their promotion for that because they do both of those things. And so that makes everything smoother and tighter. Or Lipo. Get one area Lipo and fat transfer and get another area complimentary. Plus, 550 off breasts, either an augmentation or a breast lift. Call them at 248-338-1110, the offices of Dr. Roche. All right. Did we ever talk about the uh, teenage imposter who got access to the hospitals in Texas? Have we talked about that story? Have have you guys even heard about that story? Maybe not. What kind of access? So it's a teenager dude. Zachary Bailey is his name. And he's one of those guys. I think everybody knows about that. The black kid in Florida who pretended to be a doctor oh, for a long time. Uh-huh. That kid, that kid, honestly, he, he was awesome just because I think he took that. He took a, a picture of himself, like a headshot as a doctor. He looked 11 years old and people fell for it. 
I think this guy. Yeah, why are people so stupid? What is going on? I don't know. Nobody questions we, anything. I mean, how much dumber are we getting? And are those of us who were born a long time ago, are we getting dumber too? Maybe. I think it's this possible. guy are might. Are they dragging us down? Yeah. This kid yeah. might have that kid beat, though. So it all started um, at a local retail shop. He shows up, I want to say in Corpus Christi down in Texas, and he goes to a store called Scrubs R Us just to buy some scrubs. Mm-hmm. Bought $41 worth of scrubs. And then headed to a Corpus Christi hospital. So it was the Corpus Christi Medical Center Bay Area where he shows up. And while he was there, he goes, uh, yeah, hey, I'm a traveling um, physician's assistant and I need a badge. Like that's just that's <laughs> just all he said. So the hospital. That's, that's good bullshit. I like that. Now I'm starting yeah, to think he's smarter. He than said he misplaces. But, but with every scamster, you need a little bit of luck because the main human resources staff was not in the office. So they had a volunteer coordinator. Oh, they're just saying that because they gave away a badge. <laughs> Maybe. That's bullshit. So this volunteer coordinator is manning the office. And she's basically said, like, I was told to make badges for any staff member that asked for one. So she just made this guy a badge. So then he, um, was dra- he dressed the role, had the badge. And he was able to access two medical center hospitals in Corpus Christi, Bay Area and Dr. Regional. Uh, investigators also discovered... What's he, their lie? Well, well he, he had, had the, the badge. badge. It's not our fault. I think it's part of the same complex. He tried to get a badge from a children's hospital, but they actually denied him. Ah, really? Um, Man, if this guy ever gets a hold of Elvis's uh, uh, badges, we're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> his badge collection. <laughs> yes. So with his badge, he accessed the emergency room, the oh. intensive care unit, Jeez. Operating rooms. Oh my God! Uh, in the nursery unit. Okay, wait. Can can someone explain to me what's the end game here? Does he? He's like, I want to do heart surgery, even though I have no qualifications whatsoever. Yeah, probably. I mean, well, what what is he? I don't really understand how this scam benefits him. Well, so he would also go other into, than feeling cool. Yeah, he went into like the locker room or tried to get access to a locker room where the operating doctors store their stuff. Oh, to steal uh, shit. Or, uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. So I think he was just kind of hunting around the hospital. Is this doctor any good? This they reminds sh- me of show, yeah. this reminds me of the infamous triple threat trio key caper in high school, <laughs> when um, one of the three of us, it was not me, started stealing. It's keys. never you. <laughs> <laughs> I was a beneficiary though. Anyway, um, you know how janitors leave their keys in the lock sometimes. Yeah. He he grabbed one. One time there was keys in the lock and he just grabbed it. I don't even know why. I don't think he even knew why. It was just like, it was too easy. Impulse, uh-huh. And so then he started doing it all over the school and people would leave keys in a door. He would just grab them oh and God. take off. And so he had a, he could open any door in the school <laughs> and he knew almost which doors he could open. And he got busted opening a door. <laughs> yes, like, where where's your good key? Because I remember the trainer, Gary Clark, busted him. And the trainer was really square. Hmm. Not cool at all. He was like, Time is the best healer. That's how he talked. Time is the best healer. He's like, you're not much of a fucking trainer. <laughs> Fix me. <laughs> Fix me! Time is the best healer. <laughs> what are you doing with those keys? <laughs> Time is the best doctor, too. He Jeez. got suspended for best a week. Trainer. But we did nothing with the keys other than just go places we weren't <laughs> supposed to go. We yeah. didn't steal anything. Uh-huh. I think that's what this fake doctor was doing. They, there was some speculation. Wait, that- how old is the fake doctor? A teenager. Yeah, it just says teenager. A I can't teenager. find. Okay, they, they so, say his girlfriend's so, fifteen. I think we should yeah, all. Go, we we should triple that. threat trio, and this teen doctor should go to therapy together to figure out why we did this. <laughs> and you know what they'd say? What time is the best healer? <laughs> time is the best healer. It looks like time will heal you and your triple threat friends, uh, Alec and Johnny. <laughs> 
there was some speculation that this kid might have been looking for. Um, hey, there's that looks like Alex's key collection right there. Oh my god! <laughs> that is I swear a- to God, he had rings of keys, tons of oh, them. That's cool as hell, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was seemed cool at the time. We were fifteen. Yeah. Until he got suspended for a week. Jesus Christ. I have like he three keys on my key change. I don't know what any of them go to, ever. You know? You used I don't to either. know. No, what, I don't either. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, you have a key chain? Okay. By the way, <laughs> the key caper is still triggering whenever the key caper comes up amongst us. Oh, it is. The one person gets kind of bummed out. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it still bums him out. <laughs> Mark, I had, to get a, I had to get house keys because... There was a power outage, and so all of these uh, systems that ordinarily allow you into your house hmm. from your phone didn't work. And I was locked out in the middle of the window. Would you have a combination lock on your a combination like I do? No. We punch in a code? No. You just have keys? Uh, and, you know, and, and my phone interfaces. One, 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 Wait. one, one, one. Really? You, you open your front door how? With a phone. Um, right. No, you, phone. you open everything else. You know, so garage door and all that, access to your house. You never go in and out of the mm-hmm. front door. Okay, so you yeah, can use you your phone to, to get into any door in your house. I, I can use my phone to get in through the garage door, and I never needed keys for anything else until one time when it didn't work because there was a power outage. Were you in, Were you aware of this when you decided to no, use this system? I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was coming home. <laughs> I was coming home by Uber from... Um, the auto show, and it was like five below zero, and I get home, and Zoovs is here. He's in the <laughs> he house? He's doing the show. Oh, here. he's here, okay. And I was at my house trying to get in, and and the, I remember this day. I remember yeah. we had phone I calls. Could, I could not Zoobs. get in. I couldn't get in the damn house. Zoobs well, okay. had to leave. What was the Zoobs. backup uh, after this all happened, and you figured out? So I had to go out. get keys. That's okay, why. But Mark what, is like, you have keys? <laughs> Trudy, like, yes. what was the... Uh, what was the solution to the problem of this I broke system? In a no, no. I mean, what, what would, <laughs> for example, when you decided to go with this system, was there some? By the way, if the power goes out, here's what you do. <laughs> no. Would they say have keys? No. Was that the answer? No, no, no. You don't get briefed on that. Or they tell you break a window in the event of a power outage because power outages in Michigan is like every five minutes. <laughs> I know. Mark, are you looking down on people with keys? Are you are you living the fob life? I was just giving her shit. Yeah, I know. But I don't. Sounds I don't, like an I don't iPhone. Ever, I don't ever carry a key. Ooh, oh, nice. there's no need to. Oh. But I have a couple I wish of keys. We all we're all that cool. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm cool. I'm just giving Trudy shit. <laughs> no, that's okay. She seems to be no, bragging I about it. I, I just. I've never I, heard anyone say I don't carry any keys before. Until now, at some point, and I still got questioned about whether I needed the key or not. And I'm like, no, I have to have a key <laughs> now, and I have to have it on who? me. <laughs> who was this authority figure, Trudy? <laughs> The Zoobs. Who- <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> who set up the Trudy aut- was cornered by Zoobs, her son. The person who set up the automatic systems. Zoobs. Well, why didn't he give you the backup then, Trudy? You Stop should have been questioning him. The, but he was here. You didn't tell me what to do when the power went out. <laughs> Zoobs. I remember this day now because he, he ran. He left early. Because he had to give you his keys. Yeah, but I would have frozen to death if, you know. I mean, because uh, Your I. Your car I, doesn't have a heater? No, my I left my I went I Ubered down there and Ubered? I Ubered back. So you didn't have and your so car So the Uber key? guy took off, and so here I am in the neighborhood. I don't my know ass. what Uber is. <laughs> so you had no access to your no. car. <laughs> no, I couldn't get in the garage. You were fucked. I was fucked. Wow. Yeah, I was. All right. Yeah, but I, you know what? Uh, now that I think about it, I could have like walked to the neighbor's house or any of those things. That would have been an option. But right. did you break a window before Zoops got home? I didn't break it. I just like. <laughs> 
it broke into open. your house. I slid it open. Really? Yes. Did you ask it was about security <laughs> after that experience? We we cracked down on all I see. security after that. Um. So, Mark, what, what what happened with the guy? That I'm so curious to know what he was trying to do. Well, there were, there was some speculation that he might have been stealing a script pad too. Like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, no, sure. Yeah. Say no but, more. Duh. Hospital surveillance <laughs> showed that he entered. Talk to this guy. He entered doctor <laughs> lounges and changing rooms and one pair of scrubs or plain clothes, and then would leave with other coats and scrubs like he would just so he was going in these locker rooms and stealing them wow so now that he's got his scrub and his badge from the hospitals he then went to an apartment complex showed him that badge and managed to um get an apartment <laughs> they rented him an apartment he claimed he made 28 grand a month wow. you can just show a badge That's, as a as a proof of your credit i guess if you're a doctor they thought in that was texas enough. Texas what? Has, they have some pretty loose lo- regulation in Texas. No, that sounds like a pretty loose apartment situation to me. Well, uh, except that they're a bunch Who would of... Think, I swear to God, I would, it would never occur to me when they said, oh, we're going to need some reference and first month's rent. Uh, here's my physician's badge. Oh, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> that works? It probably does. And I don't know how he stated that he made 28 grand a month. I mean, maybe he made a fake W-2 or something. But staff at the apartment building noticed that he would start coming in with lots of scrubs, and he would bring gift baskets in, and he had Apple Watches. So he's basically scrubs. just stealing a bunch of shit wow. at the hospital. <laughs> of course, um, everybody in the uh, apartment rental business wants a pair of scrubs. Here you go. <laughs> he did this for well Fuck. over a month. And how, Mark, then, how old is he again? A teenager. Teenager, they, they wouldn't give say. Direct age. Because they're embarrassed that they let a teenager did, did get he, away with did it. Did he profess that he was like the next Doogie Hauser? I'm um, the real life Doogie Hauser, by the way, in case you're wondering. True. I'm guessing he must have looked a lot older for his age. Maybe he looked like a resident, you know, out of college or something. But he started talking to doctors and nurses. They're talking about his his girlfriend and all his cars and he just all these whoppers of stories. And doctors don't talk that way, so they kind of thought there was something uh-huh. up with them. And then he started acting, asking <laughs> what for do you mean doctors don't talk that way. Since when? I, well, I guess doctors at this hospital don't brag they did about their golf game and their fancy cars and their no, great vacation. I, I think I think you got to be cool at that point, right? It was enough to tip them off. Though. I have actual audio of his first patient. Here. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> so then he started trying to get access to a certain computer because you need uh, an ID, which he didn't have. He just had his badge. So they're like, God, this this just doesn't seem right. He does look a little young. He said um, at one point he went to a community college by Missouri. Or his girlfriend went to a community college called Stevens College, and they're like, Oh, okay, that's cool. Then then it dawned on them well, you know, well after the fact that. Wait, this guy couldn't have gone to this college because it was an all-girls school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice job, know-it-all. So then they looked at his social media and realized, oh, this guy's a fucking kid. Oh, it's all over his social media? (laughs) It's not. not So they they call the cops. Cops tracked him down. Social media. (laughs) And they got him. They tracked him down at the apartment. What was, on his, what was on his social media, I wonder? I don't know. Probably kid shit. Exactly. Right? So they decided to make contact with him, but they didn't have a warrant, right? So he was with his 15-year-old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They impounded his BMW. <laughs> his 15-year-old girlfriend. They he had took, a Beamer. He had a Beamer. Wow. God, can you imagine how impressed his 15-year-old girlfriend must have been with him? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's kind they, of exciting. They impounded that. <laughs> they took his badge, so he had no more access ah. to the house. Oh. 
They recovered a bag of scrubs that were all stolen. Oh. Um, so then they went back to the apartment a few days later, and they found that- stealing scrubs is so cool. It's crazy. He's I'm sure you need some scrubs. He's not at the apartment building We've anymore. We've been dating for two weeks. I'm going to give you a pair of scrubs. <laughs> I might be a little forward. <laughs> but he just took off because they made the mistake of contacting him but not arresting him. Oh, my God, really? So, yeah, so he never obviously never paid the apartment bill of $3,700. Yeah. Um, but they started gaining all this evidence, and then they got the police warrant, and they were, went to go make an arrest. And they were at a place called The Sharpshooter. An off-duty officer recognized him um, at this gun shop. And he was He's detained there. Guns? He was detained there, and he had in his possession a ghost gun. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Whoa! So a, a homemade gun without a serial number. Wow! Um, which apparently are legal in Texas, but only if you're over 21. Huh. Really? So he was driving an old Crown Victoria police interceptor when they caught him with a spotlight and a radio. Oh, whoa! So Stay your lane, like buddy! Man. So they're thinking he's trying to shift into pretending to be a, a cop. He had a bulletproof vest, he had a gun belt, ammunition. Freeze. And you'll like this part, Drew. More stolen scrubs. And he had a t-shirt. <laughs> he's going to bribe the police with scrubs. He had a t-shirt with the word <laughs> sheriff written on it. <laughs> this guy's like the modern day catch me if you can. Yeah. Yeah, but not not very good, though. So he was arrested. Well, well Mark, he got badges. He God. was in the emergency. He was everywhere in that yeah, hospital. He had him fooled for a while. So they put him on GPS tracking. He had scrubs. Fucking guy had scrubs, scrubs for everybody. <laughs> he outfitted the entire city in scrubs. And script pads. He gets arrested last June, released on bond, and they start tracking him with GPS. He had 192 violations, so they arrested him a month later. Whoa. 192 wow. violations. Uh, from there, he's then released on bond in October, December. He pled to two third-degree felonies, including acting as a physician's assistant without a license and forgery of documents. So he must have lied on the apartment. Oh, script pad, too. Yeah. Um, he, if he didn't use the script pad, I would be disappointed in him. <laughs> you know he did. So the conviction would be removed after six years because he's underage. Oh, he's a minor. As long as he meets the supervision which include reporting to an officer once a month. Right. He requested that his supervision be transferred to Oklahoma, but before that transfer was approved, he already left for Oklahoma. Oh, my God. So he was living in Oklahoma City in total violation, and his social media shows that he's got a new apartment. He's flashing tons of cash. He it again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and you're like this. And in one video, he's wearing scrubs again. Oh, my God. Yes. So what? the guy just loves scrubs. I want some scrubs. Just hearing this story, I want some scrubs. <laughs> really? Scrubs always seemed uncomfortable to me. I don't know why. They're a little too big, aren't they? Yeah. They're kind of lousy. Scrubs can look pretty lousy. Much. Though, I, I remember say. I remember for the longest time Clark used to love the way nurses dress and I'm like, dude, nurses don't dress like that anymore <laughs> with the tiny little skirts and the white <laughs> the white like pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> and the little hat. It's all scrubs. So I don't know what the status is with my man Zachary Bailey. Zach Bailey. So he's still out there? Oh my god, he's probably operating on people. Um, like Doctor Death. Did you remember? Well, the it ends Dr. with Death? they discovered that he had left the state, moved to Oklahoma. He was ordered to return, and last month he went before a district uh, court judge wow. and was told to remain in Texas until which, he got permission to move out of state. So who he, knows? Who he knows? Was what he was told to. Around. They didn't. How do you make someone? Man, well, I mean, prison I violated his, uh, his. Nobody does anything anymore. I mean, honestly, being arrested for something—if it's not a major felony—you're out in no time. You're committing more crimes. Nobody cares. Well, I mean, you just over and over and over. I saw a picture of—I don't. Did you guys see the picture of Target in San Francisco, where everything is locked up? No, I didn't. Every, I'm like, I how does that. anyone shop? How yeah. could anyone possibly shop? I mean, you've got to open up everything to buy anything. Yeah. 
There it is. Here's the Look video. at the fucking target. Oh, my God. I mean, shampoo. You have to, wow. uh, Can you unlock this so I can get the shampoo? I'm not shopping there. <laughs> wow. That's insane. I mean, I first of all, I was like, okay, is this real? Do I believe this? Uh, it looks real, yeah. It uh, does look real. I mean, somebody would have had to go into a lot of trouble to put all those products behind locked doors. That is wild. I mean, it's crazy. Looks like it would only be for like the curbside pickup store. Like, why even shop? I I don't know. I don't know how anyone shops there. They're going to be out of business, I think, because it would take so long. It would take seriously like. Four hours to go shopping. You'd be constantly asking someone for a key to something. Access denied. If you had that big ring of keys, though, you'd be all set. I was watching. That's true. Yeah, I mean, Triple Threat Trio wouldn't have been denied anything. I was watching a story about you know how do you like technology? Like, what can they use to stop you know shoplifters? And they had you know things behind a glass you know cage like that. That's all locked up. And to unlock it, you have to enter your cell phone number, right? Because you don't want no criminal wants to use your cell phone number. And I'm sitting there going. But what if they just steal a burner phone from another aisle and activate it and use that that phone number? I mean, isn't that beat that? Yeah, totally. I'm sure they've thought of that, but sure. still. All right, Brandon, um, I thought, uh, I think this is another Kimberly Craig story. I was going through the, you know, Channel 7, 4, oh, and geez. 2 over the weekend, and Langdon had that fantastic story. There were a couple of Fouts stories. I still haven't gotten around to them, if we ever do, but there was another story about this kid who was pissed about the macaroni and cheese at school. He's nine years old. Mm -hmm. This is some Farmington school. And he's like, this macaroni and cheese sucks. Yeah. And so I think he made an appearance before the school board or, or you know, at some public meeting. And he has, this, he has a jacket on, too. It's like this, it's kind of weird because he's wearing a green suit jacket oh my God. with his red hair. And really? he's like talking about the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and, and actually, they took action and tried to fix the macaroni and cheese. But I think it's Kimberly Craig. There's another kick-ass story. Did they make him like make that it? interview she did. I haven't been able to find that story. I, I'm sorry. You never sent it to me. Wow, Kimberly is killing it, man. I know. She did that, she did that awesome interview with, uh, with the guy that was pulling people over. Yeah. Let geez. me see. Uh, How did they make this kid just make the macaroni and cheese for the school? Right. Since he knows what's great. <laughs> That's his punishment. We used to have really I didn't get it. No. We used to have good school lunches. I remember them actually making homemade stuff. It was pretty really? good. Yeah. Hmm. We had like good like spaghetti and stuff like that. All right. I we never had a spaghetti. cafeteria. I think I found it. Nine-year-old Farmington, but I'll find it. Oh, you got it? Yeah, but I got to get through Mike Sully. Talking about things. Sully, no way. Sully, signatures. Did you get his signatures for uh, Phil Mickelson yet? <laughs> nah, he's busy with FanDuel. Yeah, this is the story. That's it. A third grader on a mission for a better lunch. When he was asked during a persuasive writing exercise to write about a change that he wants to inspire, he knew right away. What I think he this kid is big stuffing a little bit for being nine. It just wasn't good enough for him. Well, he By the way, if you complained at school when I was a kid, they'd say, fuck you, eat it. Look at this green jacket with the red hair. If you ask and a hoodie underneath the jacket. If they want mac and cheese, they will say, yes, please. How much do you typically like mac and cheese? A bunch. Killian Palmer tells me since he loves mac and cheese a bunch, he got a shock when he tasted it during school lunch. When did you notice that the mac and cheese was not that great? Second grade. 
second grade. So you've noticed this for a year. It's been some time you've been dealing with this. He put up with when it for a while. When you've seen mac and cheese on the menu, oh, what do you do? Want to be absent for the day? <laughs> <laughs> so this is affecting attendance. It is a matter of Actually, education. Actually, that's not Kimberly Craig. I'm sorry. So that's, yeah. that's Kim so Russell, after right? Lesson yeah. in third grade at Lanigan Elementary about the power Where of persuasive writing. Again? Killian decided to put on a snazzy Killian. suit coat, head to the Farmington no, Public Schools board you. meeting, wait more than 90 minutes for public comment, and take <laughs> It's like the suit coat from the mask. With common ground. Do you like macaroni and cheese? Yes. Yes, yes uh, we do. I like the way he's yeah, interacting with the audience. Man of the room. are crunchy because the mac and cheese at Lanigan Elementary and Farmington Public Schools Ooh. is burnt. I Ugh. saw burnt pieces all over the macaroni and cheese. It didn't taste Slow good. Down. I had to use milk to get all the burnt pieces out the, out of my mouth. <laughs> Other times it's too <laughs> cold. Okay, this is frozen. Maybe not this cold. Colder than the milk. And sometimes the cheese can you tell? noodle ratio Colder is than just milk? not right. <laughs> I need some more noodles. I saw more cheese than noodles, so I didn't want to eat it. Which I never ate it. I'd like to discuss this topic once we finish with public comment. So um, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Oh man, the lunch lady is going to be all over him. (laughs) When mac and cheese was on the menu Thursday, he noticed something. It was perfect. It was even. It was hot. Yeah, because the lunch lady got yelled at. This kid's yeah. going to get a big head. That's wonderful. <laughs> did he get her fired? Did, it. did he get the you lunch lady fired? Well, hopefully she's blown out. <laughs> Pretty great. Killian says he wants classmates and even. other children to know their voice has power. Sometimes a better oh, world let's not get kids starts away. with a better. <laughs> and what do you want to say to all the workers who are making lunches for the kids? Um, Sorry that lady got blown out. Thank you for changing it. And also, yeah, what I ate that crap you for a year. put in there before? <laughs> oh, he's still pissed. <laughs> they he's change it and he's right. still pissed. He still wants to know, what the fuck were you doing with uh, that previous recipe? Sounds like uh, they made a hell of improvement, though. The new Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner. That kid could, you know, dot, dot, dot. He could definitely run for school president. He could run for class president. He definitely should. There's another story about some fifth grader who saw an opening for principal for their school, so they applied. (laughs) In the board interview, the fifth grader, I'm like, just give the job then. Don't interview the kid. No, you're leaving Uh, That's the wrong idea. Kids think they have too much power already. Yeah, but even if you're not going to give it to him, interview him because that's good training. That's good life skill. Yeah, shoot him down. Yeah, sure. And then, no, Trudy, to, and the, then kids, the kids should sue the school district for ageism. See he's going to find get... drugs in a few years. He's going to forget that whole experience. And kids will think they have more power than they should. Oh, God. Adorable. I'm not sure I believe that was proper journalism. Something felt a little... The book seemed a little really cooked did, there it? to me. Yeah. Seems like she just wanted to eat some mac and cheese. <laughs> Mm. Uh, um. So I got a hold of uh, Lara. Yes. Lara Juicy TV. Yes. Yeah. She's on Wednesday. Yes. She's gonna be on Wednesday. She's so pumped. <laughs> this is an, Oh, is she pumped? Yeah. She's excited. She, she has a new many, video too. I wonder if she does me. Oh, I want to see this. Does she do many interviews? No. Um. Actually, I sent you. Um. Did you get that? Thing that I sent you. I from knew she her. was going to be on. Oh, from her. Yeah. So it's like 
Hello. Sorry, I haven't gotten back to you a little bit sooner. Just went through my requested messages on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I did get that. I would absolutely love to set something up with the show. I didn't expect my post to do so. Well, I'm still in shock. I've never been featured on anything before, so this will be a first for me. Excited to hear back. XOXO. Wow, look, we're on the cutting edge again. Yeah. XOXO. Hey, I wondered, will she fart live for us, do you suppose? Yes, she offered to. Gas <laughs> using this PVC. Oh, now she is going to put it. She's going to put gas in her car. She's going to fart into her, through a tube into her gas tank. That's not how it works. If the car blows up. (laughs) (laughs) It's that easy. She could (laughs) have... She could have blown up the car. I'm at Marshall's, and I'm going to fart in that purse. (laughs) She picks a random purse. Do you want it? Save it for someone else. <laughs> I mean, that's funny and it's harmless because no. the gas obviously doesn't stay. Oh, you don't know that, Trudy. It doesn't <laughs> hang. Um, she's really cute, and I'm wondering. Okay, the fact that she farts to be an influencer, she's a fart fluencer. Mm-hmm. Does that hurt her dating capability? Are people going to go? I'm not dating that farting chick. Or is, does her cuteness overwhelm the fact that she farts? I, I think so a well. lot of guys would would be cool with that. I don't know. Brandon? I don't know. Mark? What? What? Does it, I don't think it hurts if you think she's cute and you like her. She's cute. No, she's very fun. cute. Yeah. She's she's grown exponentially in numbers since we last featured her You know, a few days ago. She's up to eighty, almost 85,000 followers. So that's almost like 5,000 followers in a week. Drew, well, not we, to mention all the creeps that are into that. Oh, I forgot want, about that. that. Will want yeah. that. That'll oh, make up And then for... there's the other creeps that think, oh, that means she does anal nonstop. Oh, I wish she'd do oh. it on my face. Well, there'll be a lot of people oh. who will be excited about getting first huff of her oh, farts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, first huff is a great position. Oh. I, don't want, uh, I don't want this, like, sullied by that kind of stuff. <laughs> Come on. Respect her. No, I, I want to ask you. You don't her want her art sullied. <laughs> no. <laughs> I look on her face when she how, farts successfully. She smiles I every time. I love how she tests things out, too. I'm going to fart in this jar and then light it on fire. No, that was no, this is a one. rerun. They're all reruns. Rerun. This is funny. Hurry. I wasn't expecting Hurry. this. <laughs> You know what she needs? She needs a weird. She needs a fart mentor, like a fart tour. She should, we shook her up with methane. methane. Yeah, uh, I think true. I told her. I told her about methane. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did she not know? I don't. She didn't. She didn't mention whether she knew. Maybe she didn't recognize the name. Maybe she doesn't know of his existence. That's wow. I can't. You know, that's what that's if you started giving TED talks on how to do that? How to <laughs> fart? This is not. I think only certain people. I think like one in every. I'm going to say every 40 million people can fart on command. Oh, I bet you it's We know less of three of them. Yeah. Well, some I'm sure could learn. Four. I don't think it's any more than one in like 10 million people in the world population can fart on command. And I, I think most of them don't even know it. <laughs> they just think they're sick. Because you would see people doing it all the time. I and mean, if people could fart on command, what's that guy, Tate? Remember Tate? Tate? Well, that's what I was going to say. There's, there's methane, there's, there's Lara, there's Tate, and then there was Jeremy. Tate, Tate Remember didn't, Jeremy? They didn't have control over their farts like Mr. Methane does. Really, though, Tate? Tate I remember did? Tate going, you know, like. Like, I remember Tate, him Tate drawing had, it in. Tate Brand. did it the way my buddy in high school did it, right where he would get on, like, all fours or bend over and suck the air and through his anus and then back out. Isn't that how Tate did it? <laughs> I think. I think my so, My buddy yeah. Matt did that in high school, I just too. remember, remember Tate, that, Tate Brand, was Did you ever pull too. that gurgly fart Tate had? That was incredible. He had one gurgly fart that was, like, seriously, I would think 
long. That television and movies would be purchasing this fart to use in scenes where a fart's needed. It was oh, that good. That's, that's one Wait. of my all-time favorite Drew Mike Is moments. Is there such a thing? Is when you guys had the tailgate and Butt Mike made an appearance before Jeremy. <laughs> and Mike goes, I challenge you. It was the weakest <laughs> challenge in ch- the history of challenge. And then Tate just unloads. And that's where all the that's where all the animals are in the background. You know, the whole slow. place exploded. <laughs> the parking lot exploded in applause. I challenge oh, you. No, I actually can't find it. I don't have it. You played it, though. Remember you played it and I said, get that gurgly part. I'm sorry, I don't I, have I'm it. sure we have it. <clears throat> Do we have the... Uh, I don't have Tate's farts. Oh, I remember the guys. Like, yeah, we used, to have, we used to have it slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> the laughter. We don't have the laughter anymore the either? elephant? No, that didn't come over. Oh, from the elephant. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it did. It Dan like Evans still... So um, intense. Still, is he still sending? Who? Dan Evans. Uh, Dan Evans probably has... He probably has that stuff or he's find it. I gotta tell you, Dan Evans sent Brandon the phony, well, it wasn't a phony phone call. We had called this woman up and someone put her phone number out and said it was Justin Bieber's phone number. (laughs) So she was getting swamped with call. I mean, every, this is when he just blew up. So every 10-year-old, 12-year-old girl was calling her. I mean, just it turned her life upside down. So we called her just to ask her about it. Right. And somewhere in the call, she said some of the effect that, uh, well, yeah, this uh, radio station in Atlanta was going to, um, they were going to hook me up with Justin Bieber, but it fell through or something like that. I I can't remember exactly what she said. So all of a sudden, it just my mind just went to, uh, I think we're going to get contact with Justin Bieber. Can you hold on to talk to Justin Bieber? (laughs) And then... um, (laughs) And so oh, yeah, Mark sure. and Mike took turns pretending they were Justin oh. Bieber. And then she she didn't believe she said that that's not what? his voice. And so uh, and so Mark would say, what did you say, Mark? Like, uh, uh, no, that was his manager. That's not him. <laughs> I, mean, I said it, it was off. his manager. We just keep lying. And until we had until they found the soundboard of <laughs> Justin Bieber talking. Oh, wow. And she knew it was Justin Bieber. And he was like, uh, the, the drops were hilarious, too, because she, she said hi. And he said something like, uh. <laughs> Uh, I haven't kissed that many girls in a while. And she's like, I don't want to kiss you. <laughs> That's on our YouTube page, too. If you go, you can yes. listen to the full. There's nothing better than people talk back to drops. Yeah, it was great. If um, if you subscribe to our YouTube page, you can listen to it. Of course, you can listen to it if you don't subscribe. But why would you go there to listen to it and then not subscribe? I'm telling you, it's very funny. I thought it was really funny. I didn't even remember it. It's a good rash. I didn't. I was about five minutes in, and suddenly it started clicking that I remembered it. But God, that was fucking funny. Yeah. Oh man. Whew. All right. Let's see. Okay. So tomorrow, uh, nothing special. But Wednesday we have Lara, the farter. Uh huh. Lara is, Juicy TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Via was, Zoom. Who is quite adorable, and we'll find out what the life is for what life is like for a female who can fart on command. Yeah, I think it's a mixed blessing, probably more blessing than curse. We have a yeah. guest on Thursday too. It'll be Mark Farner because, you know, honestly, Brandon, she's going to become wealthy from doing this, isn't she? I hope so. I told you when we first fought, she's going to be a star. She's so. got. She's almost got a hundred thousand followers now, and she just started. Oh, she's awesome. So, I mean, once you have a million followers, aren't you in the money, no matter what you do? I don't know how much money. I, I, I mean, really couldn't. Don't. She sell a line of toilet paper or something, or toiletries. 
She could probably get ads at some point. I think she'll she need could a few fart more. fart in jars and sell it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, that's definitely something that people have done in the past that we should recommend to her. Yeah. Um, there's creeps out there that'll smell well, it. She, she's really yeah. cute. I mean, I just have to believe this is going to... This is going to do something for her. I don't know what exactly. What is the scientific? She might just component? make a lot of people laugh farting. I mean, that might yeah, be what she absolutely. does. Absolutely, and if, and it's good for you to laugh at farts. You know. And uh, also, is Mark Farner on Wednesday? No, he's Thursday. He's Thursday. Okay, Mark Farner's playing District One Forty Two in Wyandotte yep. on May twelfth. Tenth, I think. Tenth. Well, uh, okay, look it up. I go to the text uh, message you sent me, which I thought said May 12th. But, uh, <laughs> I, know. I know you've been locked out of your house a lot, and your brain might be frozen. <laughs> uh, no, I see that you wrote, uh, well, yeah, Drew, you wrote Farner's District 142 on May 12th. So we can look this up. Uh, here, Trudy, this is your text. It's May 12th. Oh, it's May? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> And then do you want to interview Yachtly Crew? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she she thought, that, you know, Julie thought that you had a particular interest in Yachtly Crew. and I. Why did know. she think that? Well, because I think you seemed very amused by oh. it. Oh, she the listens? Julie it. listens to the podcast? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Really? Hi, Julie. No, Julie's smart. No, I was, I, of course she's smart. She's got that club going and she's booking all those acts. Oh, that's a cool club. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like that's something that's definitely new and happening. I mean, yeah. that, that yeah. doesn't seem yeah. very often there's a new venue for people to play that really catches on, but I, it's, you know it's a cool setup. She I like pointed it. out, and this is true, Wyandotte is happening. Like they, for the past couple of years, I think it's been for quite a while though, they've got that lakefront stuff yeah. or that riverfront going on. And so they've had like tiki, you know, trips and stuff like that you can take. And they've just, they're underserved, she thought, in the entertainment department. So she wanted to put a club together. Well, as Mike Clark often said, why not Wyandotte? Why not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't that where the guy drove his family into the water, too? Delilah. Killed them all? Uh, they don't really talk about that anymore. Well, he liked Wyandotte, though, enough to take his family there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think there's a plaque. They did live there. A plaque where Larry Delisle drove off the boat launch. His surviving wife uh, was still living there afterwards, because I saw the interview they did on their front porch uh, a few days after. They still lived in Wyandotte. You can't, I can't, before he was arrested. Can you imagine just being so triggered, still living there? After that happened. That was the weirdest story. And I saw it on this Netflix special about yeah. people who were f gave false confessions. And I'm like, what is he doing on this? Yeah, he's got to change he org it. and everything. Free Does? Lawrence Delisle. Really? Yeah, he, he's um he's still alive and in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking him up Otis. I want to see what he looks hey, there's like. A, um, there was a dumb show in the middle of the day, some syndicated thing called Scary People, and I was like eating Very lunch. scary people or just scary people? I think it's very scary people. Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen that? No, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg show. Is that the Very Scary People one? Yeah, Very oh, Scary oh, People with Donnie Wahlberg. I only watched it for a little while, but it was um, Gacy, and there was something- Yeah, I Gacy thought, has an episode. I thought I didn't- I thought I knew everything, but the guy with the knife that he described, he claimed that there was a guy- then he banged, and oh. they had sex. And then the next morning, the guy came into the, the room with a knife, and that's why. Wait, after Gacy, Gacy blew up inside the guy, and the guy <laughs> had the audacity to take a knife to him the next day after getting that present from Gacy. Well, he, subject with guys. This is what he <laughs> he explained when he finally was, you know, confessing all of all, you know, I everything. See. But he claimed that the the only reason he stabbed that guy is because that guy came into the room with a knife first, 
And then he found out later that, well, well, he had set the table for breakfast and was coming in to invite him for breakfast. I don't remember that ever being. (laughs) (laughs) That that is a massive Gacy fabrication for why it all started. uh, He was uh, cooking me a romantic breakfast. Uh, We were going to eat at the kitchen table. That is such a lie. And uh, I thought he was coming in with a knife to stab me, so I I had to strangle him to death. uh, Bury him under my house. So I both breakfasts. You know the subject of romantic <laughs> breakfast with guys. It's kind of weird. You know how the subject with guys. Uh-huh. You want to see Larry Delisle? There yes. he is. Hey, he looks pretty good. Prison's been pretty good to him. He wears, bl- he wears blue and orange. Well. Seriously, Mark, that yeah, guy's no, he, old. He, he looks like he's enjoying prison. No, I, I like the guy. Who was the guy the other day? I said he ought to get the negatives of his prison picture. He looks good. <laughs> who else do you want me to look up? Oh, that, was Larry Mark, Delisle. that was Mark David Chapman. Larry Delisle did not look that good when he committed the crime, and now he looks like a you know average-looking middle-aged guy. Oh, I see well. Stephen Grant. Maybe they should let him. Yeah, oh, Stephen Grant. Oh, he's, he looks weird. Prison oh, has oh. not been good to him. Oh, he, looks like that, he looks like that bloated fish, you know, that the blob fish that everybody yeah. always shows. Because you know what though, he's got he's, rosacea or something. He looks yeah. like he's gained a lot of weight. And the effect is his eyes aren't popping out of his head like they were because the oh. weight is pushing his eyes closed. Oh. His but whole head looks infected. He, he looked it does. Like he got a sunburn and he was wearing those little things over his eyes like they do. He got too much sun. Wait, well, how is Stephen Grant getting so much fucking sun at prison? He's That's out in the yard. Question. He's supposed to get He's an hour a day. He was tanning. That's bullshit. He was well, tanning. Who else can we look what, up? He's got a tanning lamp a in tanning his cell. Bed in the prison. <laughs> uh, Michael Fletcher. Should we look up Fletch? Yeah, yeah Fletcher. why not? He thinks he's hot, by the way. When he murdered his wife, he thought he was hot. I hope and he, he thought he was smarter us. than everyone. You mentioned Gacy. Did you notice that it was in my prep? And I, I don't know who sent this to me. Probably on the boner line. 20966 boner. But there's a John Wayne Gacy Oriole painting oh, wow. that's signed by Cal Ripken Jr. What? And it's for sale right now. Wait, why, what why, are those? why did Cal Ripken Jr. sign it? <laughs> because there's a huge market for paintings by serial killer John Wayne Gacy signed by Cal Ripken Jr. Because <laughs> you have the Oreo. most consecutive murder uh, uh, record with the most consecutive games played record all <laughs> in one painting. Look, it's there. Yeah, it's an Oriole. And get it. He's an Oriole too. And get, this what? is for $10,000. Oh, how do we know Cal Ripken Jr. really signed it? Well, that's what I did. I asked a question, and I'm hoping to get How in do we know Gacy people. painted it? Well, is there a I, phone number there, Brandon? No, there's not, but I requested to talk to somebody because I was very interested in purchasing it, and so they haven't gotten back Can to me yet. Can you request an interview? But this I is so know, ludicrous, I want an interview. What's the, what's the overlap of Gacy before he went to prison and uh, Cal Ripken Jr. starting baseball? Cal oh, no, Jr. no, Cal, Cal played in, in the, the early 80s. He was in the, was he in the 79 World Series against the Pirates? I don't when think they so. Blew it? I think in 83. started in 81. Eddie, Eddie Murray yeah. was a rookie that year, that's yeah. right. When was Gacy arrested? Gacy was arrested in 77. Oh, he was? I think so. What was he put Did he death? send it out of prison to have him... Or someone else owned it and just had him sign it. It may be because he because he uh, painted an Oriole and he was such a good painter that Cal Rickman Jr. was just so moved by the picture he yeah. overlooked the fact that Gacy had killed thirty three kids. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's signed sure. by Gacy. It's I mean, signed Ga- by Ripken. Plus, Cal Ripken went through so much with the Kevin Costner busting him or busting <laughs> Kevin Costner with his wife when he forgot his cleats at home. <laughs> now there's this. <laughs> this must oh have God. been something where he sent it from prison to Cal Ripken Jr. Then Cal signed it and sent it back. It has to be. Wait, is Cal Ripken? Such a fucking do-gooder that even when John Wayne Gacy asks him to do something, he doesn't. Well, he probably didn't know. It was probably I just, do everything. I never miss a game. Any request, I always fulfill it. It was probably in the mailbag, and he decided to do it. 
Ah, what's this piece of shit? Here. Yeah. yeah here's Here, my here's autograph. One. Send that's it back. That's true. Yeah, it was already a pile of crap. Just get this shit out of here. <laughs> but that's the weirdest auction item I've ever seen. Is he still alive, Cal Ripken Jr.? Yes. Oh, wow. Trudy, his yeah. consecutive days live streak <laughs> is still going. I wonder if, he, <laughs> wonder if he's seen this. We uh, Does he have a social media platform? We should send it to him. Well, he knows he signed he knows it. it. What, do you, what, you want him to buy it? I think he should I buy know, it I think back. It, yeah, it should go back to him. Yeah, he does whatever it, you ask him to do. He'll probably buy it back. Burn it. He should hang it up. Camden Yard should buy it. Yeah, the Tigers just lost. Did they lost through all three games, didn't they? They suck this weekend, that's for sure. Who else is in prison now? Fuckers. I already closed it, but I was looking at uh, Michael Fletcher. Looks good. He's got a big old bushy beard. Yeah, let me see Michael Fletcher. Is he still hot? Does he still think he's hot? hot. That's the question. Uh, What was supposed to be hot about him? Just he thought he oh, was, he was hot. A lo- he, he thought was a he was lawyer, hot. Yeah, he was a lawyer, he? and he was having an affair with the judge. Oh, that's right. And then right. he murdered his wife when he forced her to go to the, the shooting. She was afraid of guns. He's like, no, right. she wanted to go to the shooting range. We shot, and oh. then she was cleaning my gun, and she shot herself in the head. It's crazy. Is he the one that wrote so that he I'm hated you So I'm free to be with book? the judge. It's yes. weird. Yeah, Look at him. I hope he if still he, hates us. If he just walked into the 7-Eleven at the same time as you, would you know it was him? No. <laughs> he does think he's hot. Yeah, he does. I think he still thinks he's hot. He's I mean, still mad at us too. He loves his eyes, doesn't he? He's got a, yes. quite the forehead. He's he he apted for the blue prison uniform to make his eyes pop <laughs> in his prison. <laughs> in my opinion. Who's the Michigan murderer? I can't think of the guy's name. The Michigan murderers um, killed a bunch of women. Oh, John Collins. John something. John Norman Collins. John Norman Collins. Yeah. Norman Collins. You see, because he freaks he, me out. He is. He's like 90, and he still looks pretty good, too. What are they giving people in Michigan prisons? I think these guys look pretty good for being in prison all this time. Well, that's nice. Except Maybe for they should be out. Stephen Grant. He doesn't look good. Oh, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, he does. He's like, God, that guy was weird. Yeah, that, he probably doesn't fit in well with a prison population. You know? Stephen Grant a, was one of those guys who sort of got <laughs> along for a while. The the that um, and an attractive wife. He sold it he was able to sell the premise that uh, i'm a guy on the way up and uh i'm i'm successful and i married this beautiful woman and we've got these two kids and then it started unraveling and then you learn later that for example he lied about going to michigan state he went for one semester or something he claimed he had a degree he put it on his resume he had failed at his job he was a total failure he was a total loser it was a nanny right and then he was banging the nanny right yeah. You want to see John Norman Collins? He's a total failure. You ready? By the way, I could not believe the nanny me. would sleep with Stephen Grant. I know. Shocked me. That's Stephen Grant. Don't you want to find the nanny and show him the picture of Stephen <laughs> yeah, Grant? She sees that oh, you had sex now. with that? Gross. <laughs> no, I was just, that was weird. I, I assumed there must have, she must have just thought, I hate oh my story. God, he has this big so, house. And, so awful. I'm okay. just this nanny. Are you ready for John? I know. You're going to get scared. John Norman Collins, yeah, he's freaky. In his eyes. He is fucking freaky. He still has murder eyes. Fuck you, Collins. He's ready. That guy's so ready to murder again. And he's 75. Why are they wearing Detroit Tigers colors in Michigan (laughs) prisons now? Orange and blue. Maybe the Tigers wear the prison colors. No, the Tigers are the the official partner of the Michigan uh, prison system. Okay, I saw something. Brandon, maybe you can help me with this. I saw something really weird over the weekend. Zach McKinsky hit a home run for the Tigers. He gets in the dugout, puts on a Red Wings helmet, and takes a Red Wings stick and, like, takes a shot. And people are claiming, oh, it's the new home run tradition. I was yeah. like, no, look, that's look, not. Look. For some that's reason, so dumb. in the last few years, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they're so popular in the minors. But 
Uh, as time has progressed here, we've seen many more home run celebrations. Sometimes well, it's a helmet. A pretty good one. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's a sledgehammer. Sometimes it's just a necklace. And this is what the Tigers have elected to do. And I, I think it's kind of dumb, but whatever. I haven't seen anyone that thought it was anything but stupid. Yeah. Are there people that like it, like Red Wings fans? Oh, my God, people, they're celebrating the Red Wings. Yeah, no, it's not that they like I think people just like the home run celebrations. Like the L.A. Angels put on a big uh, samurai helmet. Well, then probably do, because do something that's funny or Shohei good. Otani. What a cute sport. It's know, better it's, than soccer. I hope they do, like, chants and cheers together, like, from the dugout. It's cute. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> they don't it's like they do in Little League. <laughs> in Little League? Yeah. Pitcher's got a big butt. <laughs> the spring buying season is here, so home inventory is on the rise. Rates have leveled off. So if you think it might be time to buy, the first call you need to make is Hall Financial. And they do have their just-announced 1% down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. They're our presenting sponsor, <laughs> Hall Financial. So if you're also, or possibly otherwise, thinking about a renovation to your home, and you want to see how much equity there is in your home, so maybe you could do a home equity thing, go to the website for Hall Financial, click the link, get started in with their above and beyond five-star service just for our listeners. Or call 866-CALL-HALL. I know a lot of people are talking to Bentley, too, which is cool. And share drops and these cute stories about the program. Cute and stories. little adorable stories about the program. And Jim's fine work on our YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And he trolls people. It's like a lot he of does. Things. Yeah, Jim does. He's the a troll of, of the show. But he's a pretty harmless troll. Yeah, it's always funny. He and no seem, one really... He can seem really trollish. And then he kind of... He doesn't really go the full troll route. <laughs> yeah. But no, he he, like, he's not mean about it. He kind of plays really dumb when he's trolling. Yeah. He'll say yeah. something really trollish in a very dumb way. <laughs> and then he acts really shocked when people think he's being a troll. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And then Wednesday, Mark Farner. Or Thursday, from Grand Funk, Mark Farner. And Wednesday, we'll have lovely Lara, juicy Lara, and some of her wonderful farts. And her pretty face on the Zoom, so... That should be exciting. Anyway, have a good one. We'll see ya. Jim is dumb. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And a clean pair of shorts. What do you know about Ray Finkel? Soccer-style kicker graduated from Cali High, June 1976. Stets University undergraduate class of 1980. Holds two NCAA Division I records. One for most points in the season. One for distance. Former nicknamed the mule, the first and only pro athlete to come out of Cali County and one hell of a model American. <laughs> <sighs>